Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios for episode 191 of How About That Cigar Live. Do not adjust your computers. Do not adjust your sets, as they said back in the day. Garrett and I are far apart. There's a, there's a special guest on the show tonight, and they are live in studio, and that is why we have a special chair set up in between us. So... Um, I'm missing something on our opening. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm a little frazzled because there's a lot going on tonight, but it's exciting stuff. It so is. I wanted to say thank you guys so much for watching live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, guys, thank you so much for listening to how about that cigar live. When you drive down the road, when you work out, whatever it is you do, when you listen to your favorite audio podcast, thanks so much for making how about that cigar a part of it. Um, the Corona Cigar Studios are rocking tonight. We have a in-studio audience. We do. We have a celebrity <clears throat> guest. We do. I am bonkers. My family is bonkers. They're all inside. Like So our special guest is inside right now preparing Doing some things. stuff for the show. And we're we're all standing around like watching them like, like you know, and, and I said to them earlier, I said, oh, so you're used to people like watching. And he's like, I don't care. It's yeah. just another day. So yep. it's exciting. Uh, very cool stuff going on. So stay tuned right now on live, uh, Facebook and YouTube. Sorry, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, my, mm -hmm. my tongue is like going in eight different directions at once. That's a skill set you learned. <laughs> <clears throat> I have no, I'm, yeah, I'm not even, nope. No? No. Okay. So the Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> nice transition there. The Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I, to be honest, I, 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 you know that I'm a football fan. Yes. You know that I love the game of football. Yes. I could not care any less about this game than I do. Really? I don't care. I'm, I probably <clears throat> won't even watch because my wife and I are going away for the weekend. And I probably won't even watch. I don't care. So I'll be driving back from Chicago. Yeah. Um, but I will be watching the game that night. Yeah. I, it all depends on what time, because we're coming home from our little weekend getaway on Sunday. It all depends on what time we get home. And if we even care to, because kids aren't, our kids are not football fans. They right. don't care. Yep. And Amy is only a football fan when it involves sitting next to me watching. She really otherwise doesn't care. Yep. Watching Packers games or whatever. So, you know, is what it is. I just really don't want the Eagles to win. That's my motivation. Because they're so mean. Because of uh, I had I had several friends that went to the playoff game yes. a handful of years ago, and two of them. One of them was a pregnant woman. Okay, and she got a beer bottle thrown at her by a philly fan by a philly fan in the head and and, and obviously yeah. and there was tons of reports of all of that 
I should really let that go by now. Yeah, you should. But I don't blame you for feeling a certain kind of way about it. And, and I know I, all Philly fans aren't that way. I know some wonderful Philly fans. And for you, I hope, yes. But uh, there's just this deep... While I agree with you that not all Philly fans are that way, there is a reputation in the world of professional sports that Philly football fans specifically, that okay. Philadelphia Eagles fans are the worst hmm. as a as a general generalization. They okay. are the worst. Now, if you're a Philly fan, I God love you. And just don't be the worst. Yeah. Be the best. Be the best. <laughs> um. Oh, and congratulations to Trevor Carter. Oh, cool. So last week we had our big giveaway for a ticket to the Great Smoke when Abe was on the show. Uh, so big, uh, and I, I not, not notified him days ago, uh, but the winner of the giveaway awesome. for the Great Smoke was Mr. Trevor Carter. And he was very excited when I emailed him, uh, you know, saying I never win anything and we love love seeing that somebody that has a chance to uh get something fun and uh they chose the trevor chose the virtual ticket so uh trevor we will be online watching right along with you so congratulations Absolutely. um the minnesota wild are playing tonight actually the game just started yeah a few minutes ago yep. um they they've been off for like a week yeah, so uh, anybody willing to throw in updates if you see them, we always appreciate that. Yeah, we always appreciate scoring updates for our teams. Uh, Vanessa, they can't be worse than the Packers. Oh, You know, as a Vikings fan, yeah, and as one who has been <laughs> to, to Lambeau, um, I will say this. I was actually treated much better in Lambeau with my Vikings jersey than I was in... Um, in Soldier Field, yeah, with my Vikings jersey, I can buy that. I can believe that. So the that Bears tracks. fans were were terrible. That tracks. and if and if and if we're saying that the uh, Eagles are one of the worst, I can tell you that the Packers fans are better than the Bears fans as far as yeah. rival, rival teams go. We've being treated in in a live game. So. I've been to one game at Lambeau Field. It was a very, very long time ago. And then a few years after that, my wife and I got uh, our our brother-in-law gave his gave us his two season tickets to Vikings Packers at the then Metrodome. Oh wow. Uh, this would have been this would have been a good year, I think. Yeah, this was this like was 98. This was 99. Oh, still, yeah, still, so st Randy still a Moss, very good year. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So we and Packers got destroyed. Sure, I mean, um, and but everybody was. Uh, it's funny too because that you know, obviously, my brother-in-law and his wife you usually sit in those seats, and they're usually wearing their Vikings gear. And then all of a sudden, a couple people plop down in Packers, you know, gear, and the people who sit around are are like. Not saying anything, but just looking around like, oh man, where's the people that usually sit here? <laughs> got a couple, uh, yeah. got a couple Packer fans sitting here, and we weren't like decked out or anything. Yeah. It was just you know I had on a, a jersey and she had on a sweatshirt and maybe a hat or something, but it, you know we weren't like painted up and the cheese head or anything. Right, that. right. We kept it subtle, yep. but everybody was inc incredibly nice. Yeah, I think what if 
it may have been a different experience if the Packers would have beaten the Vikings that day. But since the Vikings beat the Packers, you know, we got a couple friendly jabs. Sure. You know, but yeah, nothing... and that's part of the that's part of it. It is part of it. That's right. It is absolutely part of the game. And yeah. uh when it goes, you know, beyond that. <laughs> We got people off camera. We got we got a studio audience. We have another Garrett, Garrett with two T's. Yeah, spells it wrong. That's all right. Spells it wrong. And our friend Raul, who's been in studio multiple times, he's dancing with a child. Su- no, I don't know that. Nope. That, no. Don't want to say. It. No. A, a, a minute. A, a miniature baseball bat in between his legs. I'm trying to paint a picture for you people, and I realize that I really shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Well, and we're trying to fill a little time here because our guest has, yeah, has, is, you know, putting the finishing touches putting on some a amazing things. things together. Um, and we cannot wait. Should we, you know, talk about him before we bring him on? Absolutely. So you, you jump in with this. So I watched Pressure Cooker on Netflix. And I, I want to say I watched it in two sittings because I was so hooked on it. And, you know, Netflix by now or any of the streaming services where you watch things and it gets to know you, it's like immediately, hey, you like cooking stuff. Here's a new one. Right. Yeah. So it was just right there, right away. <clears throat> Started watching it and there's a guy from Minneapolis. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, it's just a cool thing to see one of your hometown yeah. people compete in some of this stuff. And I started watching the show and it kind of combines a cooking competition show with a reality TV element, like a big brother ish type of thing where they live in the same house. And um, so um, watched the entire series, found them on Instagram, you know, did a bromance uh, (laughs) research situation, you know, stock maybe. And I just reached out to him and I was like, Hey, uh, I'm from the twin cities area. Um, you know, loved you on the show. Um, I'm in cigars. If you're ever interested in doing something cigar related, I'd love to chat with you. And he responded almost right away and was like, you are speaking my love language, which is so cool. When, when you, you get a response like that about no idea, right? Yeah. You don't know. You could get, uh, maybe they'll respond back with a link to, the American Lung Association, <laughs> you know, or something that you never know what you're going to get. So, you know, uh, it was it was just really cool. We went back and forth um, and then uh, hung out an afternoon at a, at a local cigar shop and just started brainstorming. And then and then I brought Matt in and we started formulating what a show would look like with Ed to to come on. And he you know, Ed was like, all right, so. He was like, if I do two dishes, I want you guys to, you know, suggest, you know, a few nutty cigars and a few spicy cigars. Yeah. So um, shout out to our guy, Omar Alcalout at Ramsey Smoke Shop, who is a rock star. I reached out to Omar and I was like, hey, Omar, can you get these cigars for at, you know, the chef who's going to be doing a show for us? And he's like, oh, absolutely. No problem. You know, I'd love to do that. So. Um, Omar got him a bag and Ed went on a little, uh, trip to Las Vegas, was able to smoke through the cigars and he came back and he said, um, we're going to go with the, my father, Le Bijou, 
1922 and Osgener uh, Bosphorus. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be fun because we've got, so specifically he said, I want a nutty cigar mm -hmm. and then I want a spicy, spicy cigar. cigar. And I think, although I, now I've smoked the Labijou a bunch, yeah. so I know it really well. Yeah. And I, and definitely foot, you know, it fits that yeah. spicy cigar bill really right on the money. The Bosphorus, I've only smoked, I want to say, twice. Oh, okay. So I'm excited to revisit it again. And with, oh, we've got our, Ooh, oh my goodness. We've got a wait staff. Wow. My wife is out here in the studio during the show, which is very rare, because she doesn't like to smell a cigar smoke. It's her, <laughs> secretly, it's her favorite. Secretly, it is her favorite smell. <laughs> she, no, it's not. Is Dax, is he making ranch wings? No. Ranch wings are not on the menu, Dax. <laughs> ranch wings are not on the menu. Are we? Is it is? Oh, okay. It, is he? Does he want us to have the? Oh, okay. We're gonna let him. Yeah, we're gonna let oh, him would, run the show. Do we have utensils, spoons, forks, that kind of? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's oh, finger it's food. Fi right. Even better. <laughs> this fucking guy. This guy is. Why do we? You can't. It's it's like it's like a twelve year old with ADD. And <laughs> uh, we uh, we I don't know. So Chef Chef Ed Porter. Yep. Uh, Netflix pressure cooker. My favorite contestant on the show, by the way, oh, not just because he's here. Absolutely. My favorite contestant on the show, and I've I after I binge watched Pressure Cooker. And I told, I haven't even told Ed this yet. He's going to think that I'm a crazy stalker. Well, we all. So I wa I binge watched Pressure Cooker. And then I, because we also like to research the guests that are going to be on. So we have interesting things to talk to them about and, and kind of know where they're at. So I started like anything I could uh, consume to uh, anything I could consume. I, about him i went out there and i got so i went and i found other podcasts that he's been on um he was on a episode there very very recently i think within the last week there's a podcast called untherapy that he was on and that was a really cool interview and then he was on um so i got and on that one it was fun because i got to learn he's also a musician yeah has a background in music which you know how much we love that Yes. And so, and I got to hear a little bit more about his background in music, and I've got some questions based around that. Uh, got to know some of his background and how he got started in cooking and things like that. And so that Untherapy podcast that I listened to was really nice. And then there's also a local radio station uh, that a couple of their DJs uh, do their own podcast, and they interviewed him on their podcast. And that was a lot of fun to listen to as well. And then I went back and I found this this episode that he was on of Guy's Grocery Games from like 2013, yeah. maybe even longer ago. I don't know. He'll he'll he was on it, so he'll know. I just don't remember exactly which uh what which year it was that he was on that show. Thank you. Oh, I love it. I'm being handed a beverage of alcohol would this is a very large ice cube actually turn on the toast cam for me justin so we got a glass with a massive 
beautiful clear ice cube and some uh this is japanese whiskey all right i'm gonna step out of the way real quick and welcome chef ed to the show actually yeah i'll go this way yep and you come on he's like that is the weakest welcome oh see oh, justin's got the there you go <laughs> justin is on it yeah thank you justin so chef ed welcome to how about that cigar live uh, thank you for having me we're so grateful to have you man it's it, it, when when garrett first told me about this i was like who i'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not it's gonna okay. lie but then i i was just telling garrett i I watched the first episode of Pressure Cooker and I couldn't stop. I watched it all the way yeah, through. Yeah, I got a, and that was a good got time. Got a little MSG in it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's a, it's a, it's, it's been crazy. It's been uh, so. Um, I, I believe in divine intervention and uh, you know God makes no accidents. And so, even meeting Garrett and and you know it's like I, I found my tribe. So yeah, it's, it's, it's super cool. So super yeah. Cool. Well, and I was so excited when he because when he told me about you. You, you never know, you know, somebody who's had exposure, you know, to the world, you never know. And, and really anybody, whether they, whether they're, they have any level of fame or anything, you never know how everybody's different. Right. You could approach somebody and, you know, maybe they're a little bit reserved or whatever it is. I love the fact that you were just open book. You right away, you reached back out to Garrett and you said, yeah, man, let's talk. Absolutely. I love that. He said all the magic words. He said cigars. Cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's my yeah, love yeah, language. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, 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 exactly what I said. Yeah. So, uh, it, you know, again, it's just um, I'm super happy to to be here. So I was binging a bunch of episodes. Yeah. You know, uh, as soon as I said I met him, so I'm like, okay, oh, there's a YouTube too. I'm like, oh, I can see it too. So I did. I was doing both in the podcast, and so yeah. I, look, you guys do a great job. Oh man, thank um, you, thank I, you. I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. So do. Do you want us to get started right now with the because because yeah, yeah for yeah. those of you watching, uh, Chef Ed made us some dishes yeah, yeah and we got some drinks that he wants us to pair with specifically he's he uh, Chef Ed is the one that came up with this concept of the nutty cigar and the spicy cigar so do you yeah. want us to jump so, right in yeah so basically uh, let's yeah, let's jump right in so yeah. um I basically curated uh, a couple of dishes to. Uh, a total, complete, immersive experience. What? And so, okay. So just make sure that the pita bread is on the on the right. Okay. Pita bread on the right. So yeah, just make it. Yep, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. Good. Good. Right. Good, good. Good. All right. So basically, um, this entire experience uh, is going to create the whole entire thing. So it's all about, uh, you know, to do a lot of spirits and stuff with uh, with cigars. Everybody's seen it, but nobody does food and, and and yeah i think it's insane because the same attributes that go into creating a top-notch uh quality top end cigar is what goes into making spirits and wine and and food and so um that little we had a little timber there so we had a little that little fell down here get that one right there there yeah, there you go <laughs> okay, okay so um anyway so uh, nice so I'll, I'll describe what we're doing and, and what yeah. we're, so uh again all of the same flavor notes that go into uh uh you know spirits um and wines for that matter play with cigars as well so i i chose two that have contrasting um counterparts so i chose nutty um yeah. and i also chose peppery 
um, and two usually would be off-putting notes for people that aren't looking for those things yeah. in a cigar. And so um, it, it was important for me to highlight the two and play off of the nuances of both. And um, I believe we can achieve that. So the dish that we have today, this is a, a cashew hummus, um, slightly cashew in there. Again, all this usual suspects, tahini and things that I ensure in garbanzo beans. But um, I paired it with, uh, there is a cashew duca. So duca is a traditional Israeli spice. Yeah. Um, it's traditionally um, fennel and, and cumin, coriander, and almonds. So I have almonds as well as uh, cashews. And then we have a pickled pink lady uh, apple uh, salad on top. And then some arugula sprouts. Uh, and then toasted naan bread. So the, the, how you're supposed to do this is you're supposed to try to gather up a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, and then of extra virgin olive oil on outside. So yeah. we're going to gather up a little bit of everything and, and place it on the naan bread. Okay. And then take your bite. Oh, and then fantastic. when you take your bite, before you swallow, you're going to take a sip of this Toki Japanese whiskey. Very nice. And I'm going to be doing limoncello. You can, yeah, <laughs> limoncello works. That place. That place. There's lemon juice in the hummus, so you, you paired without even knowing. Look, yes. All stud. right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right in yep. here and gather everything together. And there's radish in here too. That's just to balance out everything. Oh man. Oh, cheers. Well. You guys on the podcast, you hear the chewing yep. noises. The ASMR part. <laughs> but the, uh, if you could, if, if my brain could like turn this into sounds right now, I'm trying, I'm, I'm just really trying to focus. Just like when we taste cigars. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Before I'm going right back in. I'm not even, I'm not even mad. I'm not, I'm not sorry that I'm not going to be talking to you. Yeah. Much. Right. Bro. Oh man. That. The sip of the, I mean, the sip of the whiskey like blitzed the apple oh, into outer to. space. I, I mean, seriously, it was like, holy cow! I mean, it was, it's, it's so. There's so much flavor going on on its own, and then that whiskey, just so holy cow. This dish, we're gonna pair with the Bosporus. This also has those uh, nutty notes creamy finish and um so mm. i did this already so obviously and so i had a i had a nice time doing r d <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so yeah you, so. you already sat back and yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. This, this i did this already so i hope um, i love was that. omar nice to you i hope he was yeah, nice oh no you. so he wasn't there but oh but oh yeah i'm guessing his dad his dad yes okay yeah. all right yeah yeah so he was, he was wonderful he's yeah awesome. good people he's awesome. he's awesome he's awesome oh this is all right i gotta get another I got to hit this again because, and I'm not, I'll be honest. I'm not a big radish guy. I probably haven't had them since I was a kid and they were sort of forced on me. But when they're like microplaned like this mm -hmm. or uh man, like cut on a mandolin really super thin with yeah. the olive oil and the apple. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just needed to cut, you know, to cut through so yeah. a little bite, that small bite as long with this, as well as I don't believe in any, non-purposeful items on a dish so yeah everything that's on here is very purposeful um well and the, from the radish i mean sorry from the uh michael arugula to the radish itself and um and then the duca is a is a, is a secret star 
I, uh, I have recently discovered radishes. Um, my love for authentic Mexico street tacos when they put radish in there oh, yeah. for years, I would just not brush eat them off. Them. Yeah. And this guy at a taco truck saw me <laughs> doing that. He came out of the damn taco <laughs> truck with a line. What are you doing with my tacos? It was that. like, that's needed. He was like, need that. he was like, do me a favor. I want you to try with that. He said the, the, the Spanish word for it, which I don't remember, but he said, try it with that. If you don't like it, I'll give you another one for free. Yeah, yeah, it's very. I liked. I like that though. It, it, no, it is. Try it the way I, I try, try it the way, the way I made yes. it. Exactly. And if you don't like it, I'll get you. That's. I like that. That's standing standing by his product. It absolutely, is. absolutely. So there's there's usually. I mean, everything has a purpose or should. You know. Yeah. So, um, that'd be like if you uh started <laughs> opened up the the hood of your your car and started snatching them. <laughs> Hoses and wires out. Uh, it, it was it's purposeful, so yeah, it's, it's all necessary. So, um, I try to compose dishes that have everybody has a role, right? So yeah, uh, and I, I like a full immersive experience when it comes to plates, and I like doing seemingly meaningless things and making them taste amazing. Oh, so because this looks this is unassuming, right? You yeah, you you're yeah. like oh it's a, it's yeah, hummus, yeah, it's hummus, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. All right, real quick, we're gonna do our toast cam. Okay. Yeah. So we can get Matt lit up. And is 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 it the time now for it's us? The time. To, yes, oh, it's awesome. Let's time. do it. All right. When lighting your cigar, it is important to be patient and pay close attention to detail and focus on the tobacco. In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. Fantastic. What I'd be wrong saying is a little bit, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Devil's Eggs, Devil's Eggs. I can get from the acid. I can, yeah, so it has all those those things. So there was some, a little sweet, a little acid, um, definitely the, uh, the, the creaminess. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I didn't hear what what did you say? Uh, oh, okay, deviled egg. Well, yeah, the mouth feel. I think, yeah, just texture texture wise, creamy, yeah. So, and I'll be honest, uh, and I think a lot of this has to do with not many people smoke in their homes anymore. Um, businesses, obviously, uh, restaurants in most of the country, you're not able to have food and smoke a cigar in the same place. There's very few places like that. And my exposure to that wasn't very much. What? When I went to Detroit, you know, uh, two and a half years ago, when I started, you know, doing some other things in the cigar business, there's this place called Godfather's Bistro. That is a, uh, you know, full on cigar, beautiful humidor lounge, full kitchen wow. and bar. And the, the owner said, let me, would you mind being a, a test for this um, pan seared sea bass and couscous? Sign me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess I yeah. will. Yeah. You know? All right. Uh, yeah. I got nothing better. <laughs> and that was the first real actual meal that I had ever okay. had with a cigar. Okay. It never really, it never seemed to be something that I was jazzed to do. Yeah, but 
my gosh, was it a game changer? Yeah. Well, and we learned a little bit about it last year. I think it was last year. We did like the Valentine's Day thing where we did some chocolate and yep. and I did champagne and they did like uh non-alcoholic sparkling wine and mm -hmm. things like that. Then we've been we've been slowly trying to learn about food pairing with cigars. But this is this is taking us okay, to another okay. level. Now go back in. Yeah, I know okay. that's yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> this is so awesome. I'm angry. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to bring out anger. Only if it's happy anger. It is happy. Okay. okay. It is happy anger. Oh man. All right, after a, a few puffs of the cigar, yes. there's that lingering, you know, it adds a little bit of spice, but it also, I'm, I swear to God, it's it's like really enhancing the cashew flavor mm -hmm. right now. And I love the fact that you put the ice in the whisk. I usually drink it neat. Mm -hmm. There's something about the temperature, yeah. the low temperature that's it like, I don't know, it brightens everything up. Yeah, so the... The reason why I chose this vehicle for the specific uh, cigar, the hummus is going to coat the, the tongue, right? So it coats the palate. Yes. So now when after you smoke, so the, 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 they're not playing nicely. So when you the finish of the cigar is actually enhancing the creaminess of the hummus. Yeah. And then this is just cutting through an apple and it's playing nice together. So it's, uh yeah. And what I love about your hummus... And I'm actually a real sucker for garlic mm -hmm. and a super garlicky hummus. I, I, I love I love that this isn't yeah. because it's purposeful in what yeah. you're trying yes. to do. Yes, absolutely. You know yes. what I mean? But you still get that little hint there, um, the creaminess, and it just marries yeah. so well. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, then garlic, get... garlic would have shot it to, to the to the stretch. Oh, for sure. Because I love I love garlic garlicky hummus as yeah. well. It wouldn't have played nice. No. I'm taking more bites and getting more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah please do. That's that's what we're here for. Well, and uh, I mean, for those of you who don't drink, I appreciate it, but I'm missing out. This whiskey, because <laughs> this whiskey has like a tangy, like, you know, brightness that you get back here. And that apple, it just, it's perfect with that apple. Okay, so you guys know, like, after you um, have finished and you've blown out your... <laughs> Sorry, are we that, still talking about... That, we, smoking. Are right? we We're still, still right? talking about... Okay. You know, after you're finished and you blew your... Some of my kids are in the room right out. now, bro. <laughs> and you kind of do that... You kind of do that... <laughs> We're picking words. It's getting worse. Pick your words carefully. <laughs> I'm having, yeah, I know. I'm trying to pick my words carefully. Uh, where you kind of swirl the air around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, normally after a really good, you know, you're smoking a good cigar and you kind of do that air swirl thing to, you know, see the after lingering flavors of that. Doing that with this because it's mm -hmm. still got that hummus in there and the olive oil that coats and it's a super unique experience absolutely thank you so and i'll i'll go to just because um 
you know, I have kids as well. So you can, well, kids shouldn't be smoking cigars, but no, you can, you can do this with non-alcoholic beverages as well. And so what I would do if I was going to do that, um, I would do, uh, you know, you make a bunch of mocktails, right? So mm-hmm. um, club soda with maybe, uh, I don't know, toasted uh, coriander, right? And a little bit of agave. Oh, yeah. Right? Would have the same effect. Because yeah. it's, it's going to do okay. on ice too. So yeah. the, the trick with this is though, as the as it as it dilutes a little bit, because you start, as you smoke, you, you're picking up more and more smoke, right? So as this dilutes, it's still balancing itself. It's, it's, a, it's a science experiment. It's, it's, a, it's a neat trick. So Vanessa is asking which whiskey are you guys? Oh, drinking? Toki. Toki Japanese whiskey. Yeah, and it's a great, it's a great fit. Yeah. Um, and I like this. Uh, tell me, re- remind me this, um, this Duca, Duca, spice, Duca. Duca. Yeah, Duca. And what's it, what's in that? So Duca is, there's some fennel, there's some uh, uh, cumin, coriander, and traditionally it's almonds. This has almonds and cashews. I, I love that it's. That's it, usually, so Duca is normally, um, it's an Israeli spice. It's usually done. You, you have hunks of bread and olive oil and you dunk it in. Okay. And, and uh. But yeah, I, I this fits better for me. And it's got a great, it it really adds to it, um, without being because sometimes a little enhancement like that is going to go over the top. Yeah, this just kind of, it's almost like it was, you know, part of the chorus. It's just meant to be there. I I love that. Thank, Ma'am. thank you so much. Yeah, this this is the most fun experiment we have ever done on the show that's that's just let's get that out of the way right now because i'm loving this and this is episode 191 correct Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so i i was never really in the numbers before like i I had a flight with a numerologist one day and she told me everything in my life is uh divisible or three three everything is in my life has been three or divisible by three so one day and i started looking at it and like oh she's right like everything yeah and then so so i'm all i'm born in november so 11 one nine one is 11 right and so i don't know i don't i don't know i don't know i I don't know and so it's it's i don't know it just it thinks good i love it i love it i love it things good yeah i'm i'm gonna no no no, have at it have at it 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 it, it keeps getting better everything like the pairing should keep getting more and more um complex and and it's weird as as this dilutes, it's like playing catch up catch up with the yeah yeah, it's crazy. Again, R and D is so much fun. Tony wants to know if it's better than eggnog. <laughs> it's better. It is better than eggnog. It's better, it's better than yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Yes, I love eggnog, and this is a lot better than eggnog. Oh man, yeah, the. The food with cigars has been, it's, you, you, I love that you're so thoughtful about it because you do have to be careful Yeah. because cigars are, are, uh, cigars are not just a mild and meek little, yeah. little, you know, component, well, especially the ones we chose. So, yeah. so these are, you know, these are no middle of the road cigars. So, right. It was, uh, it was important to, um, to, to highlight, you know, the flavor of the cigar and so that no, nothing is fighting each other. So 
Um, that I believe if you're going to do it, you have to do it with, uh, with the knowledge, uh, first and foremost of the cigar. So the, the cigar is a star, right? So that's what we were aiming for. We were trying to have a, a, a an ensemble to coexist with the cigar, Yeah. but not, but have to hold its own weight, you know, and, and, and be able to pull out those notes and nuances of the cigar and play nice together. And, uh, yeah. it's, uh, I, I believe hopefully you guys do too, that this did its job. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I think it works great together. Home run. Thank you for that. Awesome. While uh, while we let this, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever, I want to talk about your history with cigars. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's a, yeah. All right. So, um, I got into cigars. Um, I did, I opened a restaurant in, uh, California, in the Bay area in Oakland to be exact. Emeryville. Sorry. And I, uh, one of a friend of mine, uh, Ron Ford, and he's probably watching now. He actually he actually owns a cigar bar in, in the Bay Area now. He gave me a cigar um, as a gift, right? And so I, I've I've seen cigars, you know, but this one in particular, because it was a gift to me, um, I felt you know like okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the motions and let's let's do this right. So um, we went out together. Um, and then I, I had the cigar. So we were, I, you know, he was telling me about all of the, the things, you know, the, the, the protocols and what you had to do and, and everything and everything I believe has a way to do it correctly. Yeah. Right? And so I totally butchered the first one for sure. But, uh, I was immediately, we all do. I was, we all do. <laughs> I was immediately hooked though. Like, like immediately Yeah. because it, it was, it connected like food. It just okay. did. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so there are your. Entry level cigars, a la your fast food. Okay. Right. And then you have your middle of the road, fast paced casual, mm-hmm. you know, your next step up cigar has yep. those. And then there's top tier. Yeah. Right. And so fine and, dining. And, and fine dining. Okay. Right? And they 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 all have uh the same exact level and detail to attention as we put into this food into the business. So it was an instantaneous and made all the sense in the world to me. So yeah, I'm like, okay, so all right. All right, so now I just have to learn which which brands are the players. Yeah. And usually some brands have multiple players and they have, you know, they hit every market just like cars do, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know. And so um I was I fell in love immediately. And the fact that the pairings uh so I I have always paired food with I you know. Yeah. Cuz it's that's your life. That's what I do, right? That's what, what I do, yeah. right? So so by, but without knowing it. I didn't I didn't think it was I didn't know it was in the thing. Right. You know, so Right. Well, and I like what you said about the sort of the ritual of it, like, like being a chef, you know, you, you have the best success as a chef. And I've seen this on, on pressure cooker and a lot of other, um, a lot of other shows on, on TV and on YouTube where the chefs say, you're going to have the most fun and enjoyment if you get your prep work done and just really be diligent about your prep work, have everything. And cigars are kind of the same way Absolutely. where if you're going to, let's say it's the end of it, you've had a, you've had a hell of a busy day, hectic day, crazy day, ever, you know, maybe a couple things went wrong. Maybe a couple things went right. It's the end of the night. You pour that glass of whiskey, you sit down and you've got the ritual. You've got, you pour the whiskey just right. You get the cigar set up, you got your cutter, you got your lighter, you got your ashtray, you got your book or your iPad, whatever you're going to do. And that, and you have all that stuff prepared so that when you finally cut and light that cigar, 
you can just relax. Right, you don't have to worry about, oh man, where'd I put my, where'd I put my ashtray? You know, it, it is very much. So I like the word ritual. Yeah. So, because it, it really is that. So, mm-hmm. um, there's preparation that has to go into it. Right. If you, if you're going to yeah. do it right. So like when I travel, I got a little dehumidor up, right. I, I, I have to. Right? Yeah. So, and I, I try to cure it. So I turned a bunch of my friends on as well. So I, I, I was telling him, Garrett, yeah. I curate these experiences. So like I have a cigar for every day. Okay. So, and I have no problem, you know, uh, 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 introducing people to it. And, and I've had them fit to it because I know what we're going to eat for dinner. Oh, they yeah. don't, they don't understand. So I, yeah, everything is, and, and now it, without me even thinking about it, I, I did it in that, in that manner. Um, and, and also taking into account their, their own personal preferences and flavor profiles and stuff that they like and, yeah. and that nature. But uh, it is totally uh, a communal thing, but it doesn't have to be. So, right. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be. So I, I, for a long time, it was just the me thing. It was, yeah. my, it was my personal space. Yeah. And, and, and I took that time to just reflect and enjoy and, and, and have my whiskey and what have you. Yeah. And, do, but, do you find food is the same way where sometimes, because food is very much communal and family, but have you ever, is it therapeutic for you sometimes to just like, I remember the movie Chef. Love that movie. I don't know if yep. that's it. Oh yeah, uh, that's, that's real. And it, where, where he's he's in a bad place and he just makes like this feast just for himself. That's Do you get in movies. that place sometimes where it's like, okay, I'm just gonna make a, I'm I'm gonna make a plate just for me right now, just to, just to chill. Yeah, they're like it's like layup drills, right? So oh, okay. So sometimes, okay. You just, sometimes you just buy a bunch of stuff and make a bunch of stuff just for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to get it out. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. The beauty of, uh, and also, also my fiance, I got her into it too. Okay. So I got her smoking cigars now too. So dope. Um. Uh. And so that's it's so cool. It's so yeah. cool to have that. And, Absolutely. And we share that experience, and and I still, you know, um, do my own thing as well because I have a whole different flavor profile that I would prefer. <laughs> yep. And she does not, which is fine. Yep. Which yep. is fine. Um. But it's it's good that oh wow, it's good that we have um that in common. Yeah. And um, it'd be great if you answered that, and you'd be like, "Do you know who I am?" Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm doing right now? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I had it. Oh, please. No, wor- Dude, um, no worries at all. Garrett, so Garrett does it every week. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My kids. So this is episode 191. Okay. Right? Even when, so you were still in the kitchen. I got a call from my daughter. Yeah. They know. They you know. know she know what time. Monday night is podcast know, okay, night. Okay. But yeah. No respect for the pod. No. no. Okay. No. no respect for the podcast. Okay. No. Real quick. Not to, not to no, interrupt no, no. The, the story. But Matt and, and you guys, um, if you have any of the little bits of um, yep. the doku, just take the bits yeah. and try and find a piece of fennel in there. Oh, yeah. When the you seeds. burst that fennel and then hit the cigar. Yeah. Oh, I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. Because yeah, there. Yeah. 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 Because that because that fennel has a little bit of that astringent. Yes. Quality. All right. Well, there's, no, there's, there's, there's nothing in his. I'm doing. I just. I had a little bit down here. <laughs> I got. A, I have one fennel seed left okay. in there. Okay. Yeah. Bro. That that uh, that anise licorice. Yep. Thing, which I love when you get that nuance from a cigar naturally, and and this way it just plays into it. You can make your own new flavor profiles without having a, a flavored cigar yeah love that and the beauty is though so 
like because the bites can be a little different. So some bites you might get no no penny. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Some bites you get a couple more pieces of apple. Some bites you don't get any apple. And then uh, it's just a total experience that uh, keeps changing, evolving. So well, and fennel and apple is kind of a classic. Oh yeah, they go. That's comment. peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, yeah, peanut butter and jelly. So, mm-hmm. um, so you picked up on it. Raul got a question. Yeah, sure. I do. <laughs> so yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. I do. That, that, that's why we have the same barber. That's why I have no <laughs> Absolutely. Raul said, "I heard you have four daughters," <laughs> which it says I do. And yeah, uh, yeah we 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 both are, are follically challenged. Yep. Uh, yep. For this very reason. Yeah, I, I love I love I love my I love all my kids, but I love my girls uh, yeah. to death. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they do they they can push every button. Oh, on oh, the man. elevator. Yeah, something, <laughs> something something about being a girl dad Absolutely. is it's it's rewarding and testing. All, all of the same terrifying <laughs> terrifying yeah 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 so thank, thank god for cigars well oh, please <laughs> amen to that so um as far as the timing for the next dish goes do you want because we got more stuff so, we yeah, can talk so, about so, so i'm gonna i'm gonna need i need 10 minutes okay 10 to 12 minutes okay and, um i'll go now all right so i set the bar pretty high okay yeah you did okay all right because that so, was so, fucking out of the park so now here's the I still got the fennel cooking right? with the cigar yeah, yeah. So, and the apple starting to come yeah. back. And I'm loving this. I'm loving so, this. So I, I I do believe you guys will enjoy the next the next course as well. I have I did see zero I did yeah, see yeah, yeah. I didn't. Oh, you didn't good. Okay. I'm glad you good. didn't. I'm good. glad you didn't. I mean, I all I saw was the main the the star protein was uh, okay. and, and I'm very excited because I haven't had this protein in a very long time. Okay. So I'm very excited. Okay. I'm I'm digging this. All right, so I'm gonna disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right on. Right. We'll we'll vamp for a little while, and uh, I got some. We got some fun non non cigar and non chef related questions at two for later. Oh, thank you, Raul. We got we got fresh forks. This is fine dining, bro. You don't keep your fork. Yeah. This is, this is not. Raul's got two forks. Oh man, bro! All right. If that's any indication, I know it's. I loved what he said about you know. You look at it, and and you guys saw we put put it up on the screen. You look at it, it's like okay, there's a it's it's hummus, it's a hummus with yeah. a little bit of you know some little pretty cut up you know pieces of pita. There's something about. Just like when you you can have, and I want to talk to him about this too, that you can have a cigar factory somewhere in Nicaragua or Dominican Republic. You can give some of these just incredibly fine, rare, perfectly conditioned, perfectly fermented and aged tobaccos, and you give them to one blender, and they'll make you a pretty good cigar. Yeah. And you give them to an and, and let's say you've got a hundred to choose from, and you only p- pick out six for your final cigar blend. Yep. One blender, you know, let's say, like he was saying, mass production. You know, you've got your McDonald's, you've got your cheap cigars, your McDonald's, mm-hmm. and and we've talked a lot about this in regards to beer. So you've got your cheap cigar, your McDonald's, 
And then you've got your Applebee's, your Chili's, your uh, what are some other like TGI Fridays? Yeah, TGI Fridays. Those are your, you know, your your mass production, but mid premium hand rolled, yep. you know, cigars that are available on a broad scale. You're gonna get legacy burger, legacy brands. Yeah, you're gonna get a good burger. You're gonna get a you know a decent salad. You know, it's gonna it's it's gonna provide and and deliver what you expect, and then you give those tobaccos to a great chef like Ed, and it's gonna they're gonna elevate it to something beyond what what your average mass production machine can do. Absolutely, yeah. You get that tobacco in the hands of like a Paul Rubens or um. Um, David Carradine, David Carradine, or uh, David Blaine, David Blaine. Yeah, I hear he's really great so at good. blending cigars. Yeah, making them disappear. <laughs> David Copperfield, David Copperfield. No, 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 that's very old school. Yeah, that's a legacy brand. We're supposed to vamp for a while. We got to, we are. You got to come up with something to talk about. I do. Well, so here's the thing. Now, um, when I got the pack ready for Ed to take, I was like, you know, going through that list of, of cigars, and we're not going to mention the other ones that, that were in that pack, but I was trying to think of the ones that he was going to pick, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. I was 0 for 2. I remember you and I talked about it yeah. before he chose the cigars, and I, I agree. We we talked about it and we had some ideas, you know, nutty yep. cigar, spicy cigar. We we threw some ideas out. Yeah. And then when you when you sent me the text saying these are was it Ed that sent the text saying these are what the cigars are gonna be? Uh, well, I sent you one too. I don't know if yeah. I sent you one. And as soon as I read that, I went, Oh, yeah, that yep. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. You know, the Bosphorus, there's although, you know. Nicaraguan Cigar Factory, you know. Um, actually, wait, are these La Alianza? Some can you look up on Half Wheel for me? Our friends at Half Wheel, yeah, because they have all the information. Uh, the wrapper binder filler on the Bosphorus Oz Family Cigars, uh, Bosphorus. Um, because <clears throat> and and it's more about the tobaccos that are in the cigar, not necessarily the factory that it comes from, but the 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 mix of spiciness in this and it gets spicier as you smoke as, it. Yep. Um, but the mix of spiciness in this cigar and then um you I'm know the nuttiness. The the nuttiness, the creaminess, and the fennel. Uh, that and that last little crunch of fennel, that, that was a great suggestion. Yeah, well, so yeah, okay, it is so it's E. P. Carrillo's factory. Yeah. And uh, but the the wrapper binder filler is Okay. Yeah, it, usually that's under a review post. Okay, so it's the Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Ecuadorian Sumatra. Right. It got replaced with an Ecuadorian Habana 2000 leaf, though. So it's, this is Sumatra. This yeah. is yeah. from earlier production. I it can is. tell this is Sumatra. Yep. And then uh, two binder leaves, one from Ecuador and the other from Nicaragua. And all okay. All the fillers are from Nicaragua. So there's the spice. Yep. But yeah, yep. The, the nuttiness from that Sumatra is exactly. there. This 
this i think this but is from I the first production this is from the yeah because yeah. if they came from from Raul or uh, uh, omar Ramsey. yeah they came from all this is the first production <clears throat> very nice yeah i like that a lot because it's got um it's got enough nuance to play nicely with the food and this is one of the things that we've loved learning about over the years is you know because you did the tea pairing show with mm -hmm. john strange yeah which was so cool i learned more about tea than i ever thought i could possibly learn watching that show and i was really sick when that show was, was oh yeah aired. that's right yep and i learned so much about tea on that show and then we've done coffees and we've done um oh we did that uh we did the pairing wheel yeah, the pairing roulette. Oh, we got to do that, and we should do one that. of these days. It's we been should do a it with while Ed since we we should do pairing roulette with Ed one of these days. Yeah, because that's that's that was a good time. We did that, that once just with us, and then I think with the dojo guys. Yep, we did that. Yep, and um, we, yeah, we had got to work out some kinks because with the dojo guys, it was like the wheel wasn't working the way it's supposed to, or something. Oh like yeah, that. and I I still to this day. That somebody, uh, I think Tony brought up eggnog. You remember uh, Eric Gatormson from Cigar Dojo said that it was like a tongue condom. <laughs> the I don't know what was wrong with his eggnog. I think he just doesn't like eggnog. He might not. Well, and he had you had a broadleaf cigar with the eggnog, didn't you? Uh, or did you have a Connecticut uh, shade? I don't remember. I don't remember. But either. he said it was, he said he couldn't, even, it, it was so dense. He oh, couldn't I think, even... right. I think he had the Connecticut and I, yes, I had the broad that, or San Andreas. Yeah. One of the two. And I think you've got with something that's really like, like you would think if you're going to have dessert and a cigar, uh, you know, a, a scoop of really high quality vanilla ice cream with yep. a Connecticut shade cigar, you would think, oh, that's a good pairing. Yep. Not necessarily because. If it's a, it's especially if it's one of those really mild, ultra mild Connecticut shade cigars, it's, it's going to get lost in just, especially if you start lowering the temperature of your mouth with oh, ice yeah. cream. Absolutely. So you got to have something a little bolder and, and the suggestions we've gotten over the years, like pairing, uh, orange, orange juice. juice with a, with a Connecticut broadleaf yeah. wrapper or the sour patch kids. Yes, which I I with, with Raul's first, a big uh, Raul's a big one for sour candy. Sour candy with cigars. And cigars. Yeah, first time I tried it or the first time I heard about it, I thought that's the biggest bullshit I've ever. And then I try and then I tried it. I love it. I loved it. So that's a that's a fun pair. sour candy yeah. sour patch kids or something like that with. Yeah. Halloween candy. Yeah, the yeah. Bovida guys did. Yeah. Um, but the, so I won't give it away. This, the, the next dish that chef Ed is making for us. I have a guess. Yeah. It's, uh, and this, it's funny because just the other day, well, I won't give it away, but my wife and I were talking about, um, this, this type of food making duck recently. Uh, yes. Yes. Dang it. I was sure it was duck. It's not. <laughs> Um, but, and this is another thing too, that I, I love, there are so many, 
there are so many intricate details that can change uh, the flavor that you get from food and the flavor you get from a cigar. Yeah. Now this whiskey, you guys know that usually if I, if I do have a glass of whiskey or rum, it's neat. There's no ice in it, but something about You'll do a splash of water. Sometimes sometimes if it's really high proof, I'll put a couple drops of water in it. Yeah. To just, you know, tone it down a touch. But, um, then there are other whiskeys that the high proof works, but the temperature, I typically have room temperature and, this whiskey with the big ice cube in it and the hummus that he had that that he thinks through that that he actually put thought into and made a made a conscious decision to have the cigar or have the the whiskey over ice because it changes everything when the when you, you keep those temperatures cold yeah cuz i think if this would have been room temperature whiskey i think it would have fallen flat oh really on the whole i think the whole flavor pro, it would have brought down the dish and the cigar interesting which which um it's and it's interesting because japanese whiskey essentially japanese whiskey uh at least in its earliest iterations is basically just scotch a lot of the what they call japanese whiskey is actually distilled in scotland and shipped over to japan for aging interesting so they'll they'll distill it in Scotland, ship it over to Japan and put it in, um, uh, put it in charred barrels. But the char level there is very light. It's not like American bourbon or some of the heavier scotches. The char, the char level is very light. So the whiskeys have a lighter color. They have a lighter flavor. They're very bright, almost acidic forward kind of flavors and aromas. And that with the cold temperature of the ice and the um, um, and the the little bit of spice on the back end has the it keeps like I was saying earlier, it keeps the spice back here. Yeah. But it keeps the nuttiness up on the front of the palate, which with that hummus dish that he gave us was just outrageous. Stupid. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, um in the twin cities area, we don't have a whole lot of Mediterranean or Arab, um, restaurants and places for not as much a, a selection yeah. for hummus. And I love to travel to other, you know, bigger cities like Chicago's got some great, um, uh, great spots for Mediterranean. And yeah. uh, there's a Egyptian place that I love that has had my favorite hummus until today. Okay that is the best hummus I've ever had. And it probably has to do with the experience too. Well, and I agree with you about the garlic. A lot of times you, if you buy pre prepared hummus at Costco or your favorite grocery store, it's garlic for days mm -hmm. and it's usually a little overpowering yeah. and a little too much. And I love that. This was almost like, a, um, I don't want to say, I don't want to say we had dessert first because we didn't, but it almost it almost had some of the same um, experience experience as a dessert. Even though I, I obviously yeah. it wasn't. No, a, it's I see a, what it's, you're saying. It's a it's like a palate, you know, awakener, like an appetizer. But but it had some of the same experience. Perfect word, by the way, as as a dessert, where it was light, it was brighter, it was. 
it was fresher on the palate. It wasn't like, um, it wasn't heavy. And even, even heavy desserts like chocolate cake or something like that, the sweetness keeps them from being like overwhelmingly heavy. And this, this first dish almost had some of the same nuance as you would get from a dessert. That is great. Make it's chocolate cake. cake. There's a little delay. Okay. Oh, of course. Well, of course. Oh, yeah. My wife tried the whiskey. Yeah, she doesn't oh, like. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, let's get her out here. Get a cigar in her hand. I may have to leave the show early. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett and Justin, finish the show for me. You got it. Drop roll, you, you can take my seat. You've got work to do. <laughs> um, I would. Hey, anytime anyone is willing to cook for me, I am. I am absolutely game. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, we'll do another poker night, Tony, and we can make some. Um, I make. Um, I want to learn how to make good falafel. I've never made falafel. Um, I've had my fair share of falafel. So I had a friend in high school and his parents owned um, a, uh, a restaurant that is no longer, but it was on Como Avenue. And his mom made amazing falafel. And it okay. was like what they would do for snacks. Yeah. He'd be like, mom, can you make us some falafel? She would just freaking whip up some falafel. I don't know how you do that. I mean, you got to have like. You're, you got to have everything prepared to start making falafel. I, yeah. That's why I haven't made it because I watch people make it and I'm like, oh, that looks like a lot of work. Yeah, I'll just go to a place that makes thing it. Do and then the, and the oil's got to be the right temperature. And yeah. It's too oily, you know, or the, not the right. Yeah. So um, I wonder if Ed knows how to make some falafel. Oh, I bet he does. Yeah, I'm sure he does. If he makes hummus like that. Yeah, that hummus was legit. I mean, beyond, beyond. There's, there's no comparison. You buy this stuff out of the tub <laughs> at Costco that you dip pita chips in. You know, while you're sitting watching TV. There's, it's not even, it's not even the same time zone. No, it's completely different. Yep. Um, one of the things that we're gonna talk to him about, you know, uh, after, after he comes out here, is that I loved learning when I watched uh, or listened to some other podcasts he was on his musical background, mm -hmm. he, he said he mentioned some names that are really obscure names of musicians from the 1970s that are, are uh, no disrespect, but most people are like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Michael Jackson. One of the names he said, yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. People that nobody's ever nobody's heard, heard of. Yeah. One of the names he mentioned, my brothers and my dad and, and I, listen like binge listen to before binging was a thing when it was just you know you put you had the record you remember the vinyl record changer where you could stack up like six yes, records i do and it would finish one record and the arm would move out of the way yep. and the next one would flip down and start playing yep we would have all his albums stacked up playing all day so who is this i'm gonna wait until Ed, Son of a i know gosh damn it but uh Widely known in the 70s and into the 80s, um, instrumentalist. And, um, but 
since then really the you know the the roar for for this musician really faded over the years was it that weird flute guy you'd see at three in the morning with the flute oh Zamfir, the, <laughs> the the master of the yes. pan flute. You remember yes. that guy? Yes. Yeah, the infomercial right before they played the national anthem. Zamfir, the master of the pan flute. I can't believe we're talking about Zamfir. Burt Bacharach. That's a good guess. It's not that, but that, but Burt Bacharach was one of the best songwriters. I mean, cheesy like seventies. Oh yeah, love songs. Oh my gosh, he wrote such great great Zamfir. songs. We actually brought up Zamfir. Yeah, HP husband and wife show. Oh yeah, the uh, uh, and also he so he he was an artist, you know, as far as visual arts, drawing, painting, things like that. Um, he's got some great ink. Yeah, um, yeah, he's got great ink. He's got a background in music, um, and I also loved, especially on this, he was on the episode of on untherapy, which. It's a great name for a podcast and great people that interviewed him on that show. And I, I actually like the podcast enough where I want to go listen to other people on it because they just, I, I really like the way they talk to people and, and um, you know, get information uh, or get sharing out of them. Um, I'm good with people. <laughs> I am a people person. <laughs> Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> I told you, I give the information to the engineers so the engineers don't have to. I am a people person. I am good at dealing with people. Oh. Sorry, a little office space break. Um, so, yeah, there's a little delay because he's making, and how kind of him to make extra plates for. He's a rock star. For, uh, for my wife and probably for Anna or Zoe. I don't know, but they'll share. Yeah, so here's a here's a fun thing that happened. So after Ed and I had chatted back and forth a little bit on Instagram, yeah, um, he was like, "Well, why don't you give me your number and I'll hit you up tomorrow, right?" Yeah. So I gave my number, <clears throat> and he was like, "You know, I'll contact you tomorrow afternoon." And I'm waiting tomorrow afternoon. I'm kind of like, "Is he gonna actually, you know, call me or text me?" You were waiting you know? by the phone, weren't you? You got a man crush. A little bit. Yeah, and a little then, bit. And then I saw in my Instagram, um, I saw in my Instagram, that I had a message. And I look, and it was like, hey, bro, um, I tried to call, and it wasn't the right number. And I look, and sure as shit. One digit off? I, yeah. Oh, was it a bad number though? Was it like so? He was like, I called the guy, Portuguese sex line. He's like, or hey, something. it's you know, it's Chef Ed, and the guys like, uh, what? I don't. And I felt like such a dumbass, you know. And I'm so glad uh -uh. that he reached back out, yeah. On you know, to let, and I gave him my right number, and and we laughed about it. But I was like, yeah, this is this is a great way to start, you know. Gave him a fake number, yeah. Trying to throw yeah. them off. Call me. Yeah, call me. Here's my my number is uh one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, zero. So I, I promise I promise that's the real that, number. That's the real yeah, number. Just call yeah. it. You'll get me. I promise. Paid a lot for it. <laughs> it's like the Seinfeld episode, fake number. Um, because wasn't uh one of them Elaine was 
really liking this one guy and she gave and it's when they split up the area codes in new york city oh and if you didn't have a manhattan area code it's like oh i, I don't want to get with you and and she oh, gave this guy really? she gave this guy her number and she didn't have the uh manhattan area code and he's like oh yeah no i'll I, I think i'm actually busy like every night for the next two years sorry because she didn't have the That's manhattan area code funny hey can we get a eta yeah, would somebody ask for a update from the from our wonderful special guest chef? What's that? He's plating. Ooh, and we're close. Yeah, we are close. Super close. So I'd like to know um, from our viewers and listeners: Have you ever paired cigar yes. with food? And Four if minutes. You have. Let us know what what foods you've paired with and what was a hit and maybe what wasn't a hit. Yeah, that's actually I'm curious to ask Chef Ed that. What because and just like just like ingredients that you cook with, what I think I may have even had this on my list of questions for him is you know, you always try different and same is true with cigar blending. Yeah. You try, you're like, okay. Let's try this wrapper leaf with that binder leaf and these four filler leaves. And then you try it. You're like, oh, that's horrible. Right. Even though maybe on paper you think and you try the same thing with ingredients when you're cooking. You're like, oh, maybe I'll throw in a little bit of uh, uh, balsamic vinegar on my um, smoked trout. Yeah. And it turns out to just be a terrible combination but i bet that's a really good it probably is really good <laughs> but but you know when you when in your head a yeah. flavor combination seems like it would be great and then yeah. you try it and you go nope that's yeah nope. i'm curious to ask him that or if like uh if i put wasabi on my peanut butter and jelly sandwich oh oh all right yeah. so full and i'll qualify this with maybe i haven't had any that's quality but i don't like wasabi Oh, I love it. Now it's possible because real wasabi is stupid expensive. But then there's the stuff you get at most places, which is like a mixture of horseradish and some other co colorings and other right. stuff. Yep. Um, I don't like wasabi, but maybe I've just never had any good wasabi. And I've had maybe. really good. I've been fortunate to have some very, very good sushi before, but I usually leave the wasabi to the other people. I love the pickled ginger. Yeah. And, you know, and, but yeah. And I think it's, I think it's possible that I've just always had shitty, poor quality, like grocery store wasabi. So one of these days, um, I got to try some real quality wasabi and peanut butter. Sounds great. Quentin, you need therapy. A lot of it. What about this? So <clears throat> Tony had a Raul says, I can't hear Garrett. I know. I can hear Garrett. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Uh, so Tony hosted a, a poker night and he made some uh, pulled pork. That was fantastic. Oh, nice. It was, it was great. And he had some, you know, uh, sweet baby rays there. And so made a little, little uh, pulled pork sandwiches. Now I had given out, um, so I had some uh, special cigars, we'll call them, that Raul and I were super excited to try on our road trip to Ohio. Yeah. 
Actually, it was on our way home. Fireball. I've heard about them. Cigars. I've seen them. Raul's making barfing Ra- noises. Raul right. needs a bucket. <laughs> um, and so for Tony's poker game, I brought the rest of the, the pack to give out for, you know, the first person who had, you know, um, full house, full house, yeah. you know, somebody who won with seven deuce off, you know, <laughs> things like that, that they would, they would get one. And, um, I, I lit one up just to show that I was, I was man enough. Oh, was it that bad? It was. Yeah. Gosh. It doesn't sound appealing Cause I don't like fireball as a, as a drinker. I don't like fireball at all. I think in, in the world of cinnamon whiskey, it is the worst that's out there. It's absolutely terrible. Are there others? Oh, there's tons of cinnamon whiskeys on the, on the is market. There? The, yeah. Jack fire. And Jim Beam makes makes one, and there's there's at least a dozen different cinnamon whiskeys on the market. Jack Fireball is terrible. Fireball is like, uh, it's it's like spoiled cinnamon, like rotten cinnamon candy. If yeah, is that what the cigar was like? Yeah. So was it a regular size cigar? Was it was it like a little like cigarilla? a Lancero? A Lancero. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Well, you remember the blind blind pairing or tasting I sure we did do. Once when you gave me the that cigar how how far in did i smoke maybe a quarter of an inch not even i smoked that cigar i think you got two two puffs two or three pulls and that was yeah that, that that's the only time on the show i've ever thrown a cigar on the floor in the studio okay now vanessa says fireball is best as a sauce as a sauce how now, would you sauce? So our, I'm assuming you would deglaze. I I, I want to know more from Vanessa. So are we talking throw it in with a pan sauce and reduce it? Or are we talking uh, just pour it over something as, as eggs. is? Eggs. Eggs. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. Oh, sounds like the worst hangover cure Fireball ever. Fireball was banned in Europe. Good for Europe. Go. New flavor. For, oh, <laughs> Yeah. Risty. Yeah. Don't give Risty any ideas. Fireball munchies. Fireball. Yeah, that that would be a big uh cup. Well, no, because somebody's already got the fireball cigar. It's already Yeah, but it's it is uh trademark. It is trademarked through Fireball. They right. they have the rights to it. So Yeah, but but anybody could make Correct. There's yeah, yeah. there's probably also dozens of cinnamon flavored cigars out there. Ooh, fireball and eggnog. No, I, I mean I, I, I agree with you. Nacho Macho, best best name ever, by the way. But I, I mean, I love any kind of dark spirit, distilled spirit in eggnog, rum, whiskey, bourbon. Make barbecue sauce with it. That might be passable. It might be. Um, yeah, maybe make a glaze out of Fireball, put it on some wings. Um, that might be the only thing it could do. But I don't. Again, I. I think uh, Jack Daniels Fire is pretty good. Um, the the Jim Beam uh, cinnamon I think is okay, but m- for the most part, any sort of flavored whiskey. There are some exceptions, but for the most, actually, Jack Daniels makes one that's called Tennessee Winter, which is like an a, a spiced apple cider 
whiskey. It's super low proof, so it's more like a dessert whiskey. It's very sweet, so it's got sugar added to it. It's almost oh, wow. like a like a pourable cocktail. And it's like sweet cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, you know, b- those classic baking spices uh, with with a little bit of, uh, you know, that Tennessee whiskey in there and a lot of sweetness. That one's nice. My wife and I made some nice cocktails with that over over Christmas time. And we did enjoy that one. Revel Stoke has a good cinnamon and pecan whiskey. That I want to try. I do too. I am taking note of that. Um, apple, apple pie, pie shine. shine. Yeah. Our our daughter's uh Zoe has made homemade apple pie shine before. Really? And it is good because she lives in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, in, in Minnesota, you, you can't, can't get Everclear over in wisconsin because wisconsin is wisconsin you can get everclear over there and she has made uh like batches for christmas gifts of apple pie homemade apple pie moonshine uh for christmas and it's delicious fireball cinnamon is getting sued oh for not having oh i did see that yeah i think i saw that too i saw that headline because they put the word whiskey Whiskey on the label but it's not actually it's not whiskey i don't know what the regulations are because i know there are certain regulations for being allowed to call something bourbon Bourbon. or scotch or rye uh, but i don't know what the regulations are for putting the word whiskey on a label of alcohol i don't know what those regs are but it's yeah it's uh, any of those low proof flavored alcohols they add a lot of sugar to them. They're typically, you know, made for as as something to mix in with a cocktail, yeah. or for frat guys doing shots. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, I've done shots of Fireball before, only because it's what they had. Sure. I don't like it. Yeah. I. I, really... I mean, I will let somebody lick <laughs> it off of me. Ooh. I would let. I would let that happen. Okay. Not it. Doesn't matter what his name is. Belly shot. Yeah, yeah. Not it. Not it. You might get a little lint. Just saying. (laughs) It'd be hot though. Oh man. So four minutes. It's a long four minutes. It's a long four minutes. minutes. It's a chef four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I know Quentin will. Yeah. Actually, that's, yeah, that's not the only place he'd. Oh, anytime Raul stands up, I get nervous. <laughs> when he starts, when he starts rubbing himself. Well, a couple weeks ago, it wasn't so nice. Hey, it's outside. You want to see one inside? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. Uh, nobody's done. Nobody's done any food pairings. I think we need to start encouraging people to do this more and more. Well, the one that I really enjoyed—I uh, mean, I love—I'm loving tonight. But um, a, f- a couple of years ago, when we were on, when Espinosa did their yearly NFL draft show, <laughs> and we were on, I made some sous vide steaks. Yes, and then I charred them. Yes, you did. And we paired that with some some uh i think it was the espinosa laranja uh oscuro or the kosha or the kosha no it was the it was the dark one it was, was the it? maduro one the the oscuro okay and that pairing was so because the it was a ribeye steak had a lot of char crust on the outside of it yeah 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 yep 
and that's they that i want to learn more about red red meat lovers because i only know you know the tertiary bits uh, from the outside but minnesota version yeah and but they do great like big big time dinners where they'll have like the the fanciest of the fancy yeah i mean you've got like big tomahawk steaks paired with cigars and don't threaten me with a good time (laughs) that phrase is everywhere now and i i feel like an old man saying that but every it's like every podcast i listen to every youtube show it's like that's is it from a movie or something? I'm I, again. I feel like an old man. I think so. okay. It's I, I don't threaten me with a good. T- I love the line. It's a fantastic line. It is but a fantastic. I feel line. like it maybe is a line <gasps> from a movie or something. We have things. Oh, we have things. I see things. Oh, my goodness. I see a torch. Oh, I see cocktails on a tray. Well, am I supposed to take this? That's for you and Ed. Oh my goodness. I am going to be all kinds of careful with this. Thank you, Garrett. Yep. So you see this lovely ornate serving tray that we keep in the house that looks like it. Doesn't this look like it was, it came out of the, you remember the, the show, uh, the, uh, the Partridge family. hundred percent. This was, this mm. came off the set. Shirt. This, the it's shirt. Yeah. This came off the shirt of uh, Danny Partridge. Danny Partridge, yes. And this cocktail, I, I know right now, b- seeing Rosemary in this cocktail, and I saw him muddle blackberries and uh, limes together. Yep. And then seeing the rosemary in here, I guarantee you that right now my wife is inside, like, in pure heaven. Because any, any cocktail with herbs or floral notes in it she goes absolutely crazy for so this is this is her wheelhouse and honestly mine too and i hope the torch is to because sometimes you torch the rosemary a little bit and it gives this different sort of herbal slash smoky thing okay oh okay i'm very happy i'm looking forward to watching you yes experience that yeah i i'm gonna make all kinds of like sure inappropriate noises and faces during this next uh speaking of your wife phase Yeah, we were just talking. I was like, I saw this cocktail, and I was like, "How happy are you?" And is did did the rosemary get torched a little bit? Oh, okay. I'm waiting. I'm gonna wait until he's out. I don't want to jump the gun, but I knew I knew you were gonna be happy as all get out when I saw the ingredients of the cocktail. It's a what? Whiskey smash. Whiskey smash. And I hear you like whiskey now. Oh, oh. I, she says, she says, I've always liked whiskey. It just gets me in trouble. All right. Good night, everybody. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Matt's got some work to do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that's your. Very. Oh, the straight whiskey. Nice. Don't tell me anything about it. Did you already eat it? No, no. The, what you oh, the hummus? The yeah. Wasn't it good? So Incredibly good. It was stupid. And then he said, here, and he wouldn't let me drink my original whiskey because I took a big sip of it. And I was like, <laughs> And then I realized what he was doing. I was like, oh, 
Yeah. So then by the time he came in and made me my own plate, and he said, well, wait, no, you can't drink that one. Oh. Oh, because it was too watered down by then. Love it. We got to get the the little deals to make the super clear ice. Yeah, because we got the the molds for the big cubes, but it's still cloudy. <laughs> Twelve dollar ice cubes. <laughs> or you could just get for those, special occasions yeah yeah those steel ones oh the steel, yeah but those are expensive are they yeah no i don't know you go right ahead because yeah, i know good. you're not going to have a cigar with us and that's okay <laughs> she's so happy right now <laughs> that any like i said anything herbal or floral in a cocktail, she goes absolutely crazy for. <clears throat> well, I can't wait. This one, the first one. Well, yeah, it's it's called the Bosphorus from Osgener Family Cigars. Say that five times fast. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, Tony says he'll send you a link for a good ice kit. Hey, thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. Oh, herbal cigar for for Amy. Something botanical. Um, that's called but, a blunt. But not. And this is this is actually a good question that that we're gonna have Jeff Borschwitz on the show in a couple of weeks, and they at Corona they do a lot of business in flavored and infused cigars, and we want something that's we want something that's right, right, but. They tend they tend to be very very strong and heavy and overpowering. So, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. What? It's lamb chops. Oh my goodness. Hey, and you might have left a piece on the counter. Oh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> la 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 la. All right. I can't even tell you how happy I am right now. All right, Raul. I'm going to put Raul, I'm going to put this out here. Can you get the toast cam there and get it? Uh, and Justin, switch us over so we can get a shot of that on the on the big screen. I'm going to let Chef Ed back in the seat here. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh, did I do that? Right? Oh, we're all good. We're good. Okay. Yep. No problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yep, that's a good idea. You go. Why are you on the top of it now? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. No, you're fine. Okay. So. Oh. Man. Oh, yeah. Get that cocktail in there. Oh, so we're torching the rosemary. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And I know my wife is so happy. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, that smell of the toasted rosemary. Okay. It just hits right away. Mm. So this this happens in reverse. 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 I love it. So we're going to do the cigar first. Okay. The drink, then the eat. Right on. 
Let's do it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't want to, but okay, I will. <laughs> there's a knife and a fork, and we got knives for you, gentlemen, and forks for you, gentlemen. And Justin, you have your set. Yowza. Oh my gosh. And if you haven't had a My Father Le Bijou 1922, shame, you, shame on you. Yeah. No, not shame on you, but you should try it. You definitely. really need to try it. This was Cigar of the Year sometime within the last 10 years. I want to say on about, Cigar Aficionado. About 10 years yeah. ago. Come on, lighter. There we go. And uh, this cigar is one of those that, you know, because of popularity of Cigar of the Year. Yep. You know, sold a bunch, and then it's cool because it's a it's a um, it's a bottom drawer cigar. Not, and I don't mean that disparagingly. Right. I mean, I mean it's a cigar where you're like, oh, I haven't had that one in a while. Let me grab one of those, and you smoke it again, and you're like, okay, now I remember why I yep, love right. this cigar so much. No, it's a, it's a, it is a great cigar. It, it truly is. Now the plan is to enhance it. So mm -hmm. now, out of the cigars that <clears throat> I set up for you, how many have, how many of those had you had? Uh about four. Okay. So I've had, I've had this one. Yeah. Yep. I've had that one for sure. Um, I had the uh, Tabernacle. Yeah. Um Queens uh uh Queens Pearls. That was it. Okay. Well, I'm just taking this in for a second. I haven't had one of these in a minute. And there's the spice. Yeah, there's that spice. I mean Okay. And that's so if I've done my job. Okay. <laughs> if I've done my job. Doing this in reverse is only going to enhance that spice and and counteract it. So yeah, I did something a little different on this dish than I did on the other one. Okay. Um uh we did opposites. So okay. there's, there's a little bit of there's some spice in it, but there's some sweet. I was gonna okay. And so yeah, the two should play nicely along with uh with that as well. So the dish looks beautiful. Yeah, so chef, bring us through this dish. Yeah, talk us what, through the what's okay, in so, the dish. So what we have here is um it's uh first off it's a lightly smoked um rackle lamb, a lamb chop. Uh smoked with alderwood and maple because this is Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um and then we have a Meyer lemon uh Greek yogurt. Um there is chimichurri. My chimichurri I did a little differently. It's a traditional Argentinian style, but it has uh traditional has parsley, oregano, um lemon, I'm sorry. Red wine, uh, vinegar, and uh, chilies. This one has all of those things, but a little bit of mint and the and arugula. Arugula is the play on the pepper. Yep. Um, nice. As well, and then we have a uh, pomegranate cherry molasses. That's all the red. That's not blood. That's the that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's all the red is there. Mm -hmm. um, and um, then finish it with some olive oil and cracked black pepper. 
Oh. Oh, and the molasses has also pink peppercorns in it as well. Oh. So. I'm loving this. The presentation's absolutely beautiful. It is stunning. Um, and do you want to talk us through the cocktail? Okay, so the, the cocktail is a riff on uh, bourbon smash. Yeah. So, uh, it's a uh, uh, blackberry, demerara sugar, lime, uh, and uh, whiskey. And I use 1884 uh, uh, Uncle Neris in it. Mm. And uh, the rosemary uh, was toasted on the outside just for the the, the, mm-hmm. the essence of the aromatics of it. Yeah. And then they're smashed uh, rosemary in the, in the cocktail itself. Love it. So you get Love those it. oils, get those essential oils in there. So. so, so we're getting right now. We're getting the spice from the cigar, and I'm also getting a little aroma, you know, from the plate, from from the lamb and the yep. and the chimichurri, the spices that we have going on. So, how do you want us to reverse order attack this? So, so cigar first, cigar, sip, then cocktail. Okay. And so this is one of those co- it doesn't taste like there's alcohol in it, but it's all that's in here is alcohol. It's just a splash of club soda. And this this is the drink a billion of them. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. Dangerous. Yeah, you go to stand up. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it really don't even taste alcohol whatsoever. It tastes like a blackberry rosemary soda. I love it. Right. Yeah, sweet, tart, mm-hmm. bright. Love it. Okay. All right, so now we jump in. Man. Thank you, Chef. Oh, you're welcome. It's beautiful. And we want to, I assume, get all the components. Yes. Thank you. Okay. There we go. don't talk to me (laughs) i'm sorry i know it's a podcast and we're not talking right now but (laughs) we're we're in deep right now man I wish I could tell you all the things that are happening in my face right now. All right. Just after the first bite, I want to say how much I love the intentionality of the fact that my mouth, it's going to sound weird, but it is what it is. My mouth was already spiced. And then this brightened it up. And then this brought it home. I mean, so now when you go back, so his, this is again, so you can go backwards. No, drink now. Oh, drink now. Okay. So you go back yeah. and forth. Okay. And then you'll note that the spice is not going to be so prevalent on the, in the cigar. It's not. Yeah. At all. It shouldn't. Even be. though I don't have that drink. It's still, it's still mine, you but- still should be. Yeah. It still should be. It should be full. The spice full is like beer. almost all gone. It is. I mean, I get it through the nose. Yeah, it's just round. Right. But on the palate. On the palate, it, there's nothing. Is that the fattiness, probably, of the lamb? Wow. And then go back to the drink. 
and then back to the lamb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a cocktail you make by the pitcher <laughs> right there. If you guys aren't hungry by now. Oh, man. I could eat I could eat a good chimichurri on a roofing tile and be happy, but this is just ridiculously good. Mm. Mm. Bro. Come on. It works, right? Okay. My only complaint Raul said his only complaint is we don't have three or four more of these. Yeah, right? yeah, one was a problem. Yeah, one's one's just not enough. Oh man, everything. I mean, you, you like you. I, I love how you and a lot of other chefs say you eat with your eyes first. The plate was beautiful. It drew you in. The I get the. I get the pink peppercorn. I get the arugula. Yep. The the lamb. And I love the fact that that little bit of smoke you put on the lamb yeah. kind of it 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 peeks through. It, it mellows out some of that gaminess yeah. that lamb sometimes has. There's no gaminess here at all. None. It's just it's oh man. It's like that the lamb. One of the things about lamb is it's got this almost like the beautiful baby that was was had by pork and beef yeah yeah you know and that smoke oh man the pomegranates oh this all right so i gotta go back to the drink now yeah and that that the the berries and the tartness and the lime ties in with the pomegranate and the and the yogurt and the yogurt and then you go back to the cigar, and again, this, it tones down the spice from the tobacco. It just it smokes better. I, yeah. I, don't, know, I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah. It just um. Yeah. It does. Right. Yeah. And the and I'm a big. I'm a big both with with uh, with spirits and with cigars. I'm a big texture guy because when you like, you know, when you pay attention, you can really feel like the texture of the smoke. Yeah, absolutely. And with a spirit like whiskey, you can mm -hmm. feel the texture. I'm a big texture guy. And the this gives you so many different layers of texture. Yep. I love that. I'm going caveman style. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just lick the plate. Yeah, yeah. Lick yeah. the plate, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're off camera. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> no judgment. Just lick the plate. This this is true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Thank you. This lamb is ridiculous. 
Mm. So the the reason that I chose the alderwood and the maple outside because of native trees of Minnesota um, and very prevalent was the the counterbalance of the two with with the cigar. So yeah. the gaminess was taken out by the alderwood. That 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 for whatever reason it just neutralizes the gaminess. Okay. And then the maple tends to, to play on the sweetness a little bit. Um, and then, uh, you know, plays nice with the yogurt and that Meyer lemon, which is also a sweeter lemon. Yeah. Uh, if you will. And then the chimichurri is actually, if you had the chimichurri by itself, it's actually spicy. But it doesn't come across that way. Mm-mm. Yeah, because everything else. Because everything, yeah. The, the total you know, composition of everything um, should be well balanced. Which yeah, because if you just have like, if you just eat you know, a few leaves of arugula. Mm-hmm. That's peppery. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And also, so normally I like, I like my lamp actually a way bit on the rare side, but for this application, it had to be medium. Um, just because of, you know, I needed that Maillard reaction, the caramelization. On yeah. The, oh, that, yeah. Yeah. That had to happen. So bro, that caramelization was fire. I, oh my gosh. So now, <clears throat> how about that cigar has their own private chef? <laughs> We're kind of a big yep, deal. Yep, yep, we do. We do. Man. You guys got to get a putting me out now. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or if we do an event, you know. Uh huh. Oh my. And, and yeah. I'll I'm all about it, man. Listen, <laughs> listen. I, I, this is. Yeah. I get to smoke cigars and be around cool people. Like, go. Who doesn't want that, right? Are you able to go to Chicago? Yep. I'm there. I told you I was there. I know. You said you were 99. Okay. Now I'm 100%. <laughs> I love it. All right. So those who are going to Chicago next weekend, uh, and it's not going to be anything like this. You know, we're doing simple little charcuterie. Uh, something, no, nothing simple. <laughs> I like that. Nothing, nothing simple. simple. Yeah, right. yeah. Nothing simple. It right. might look simple. Okay. It won't be a lot, a lot of thought will go into it. All right. So, so, all right. Well, I'm, I'm getting, I'm going to get every last, <laughs> I know me too. I'm getting going to get every Dude, last I'm morsel of meat this off bone. this bone. <laughs> yes. But so I was listening to that when you were on the untherapy podcast. Okay. I love those guys, by the way, they are now on my list to yeah. listen. To. I love that podcast. Yeah. And you mentioned, you were talking about your musical background and I'm also a musician. I heard. Actually, we're all musical people. Yeah. It makes sense though. It so, totally makes sense. If you really think about that, it. There are so many uh, music people in the cigar yeah. business. It's unbelievable because yeah. it's a creative industry. It's a, exactly. It's all art driven. Everything is like cigar making is yeah. an art. Yeah. So it makes sense. And you mentioned a name that was, I was telling Garrett this. I didn't tell him who the name was yet because he didn't listen to it. But there, you mentioned a name that my my dad and my brothers and I listened to like nonstop. Loved in the 70s and Thank 80s. Thank Yes, Chuck Mangione. <laughs> Chuck, so Chuck, so I don't know if you're and familiar. not a lot of people even know who yeah, he is. Not, I got nothing. So him and his brother are virtuosos. Yeah, work, okay. work. Um, I mean, these dudes were uber talented. So yeah, that album feels so good. So I'm I'm 46, I believe today, right? Okay, so that that album feels so good came out in '76. The year I was born. So this I shouldn't even know it. Right. Yeah. But because I I scour like I do for food and cigars, I scour, you know, anything I can to find good stuff. And um, I came across it 
And mm-hmm. I listen to that song every single day, like every day. Yeah. Like it's my, it, it puts me in a mood. And so food, food has the same effect as, as cigars and as music. Yeah. It's the ultimate mood shifter. Yeah. Right. And so when you align them in one linear focus to do the same, it could be a powerful situation. So, um, I, I, you know, it, it's, there's so many parallels with, um, it's all art, right? There's so many parallels. Like I was just telling your wife, like I, I approach food, like writing a song, mm-hmm. like literally do. It's so, it's exactly the same to me. And so I see, it's like the matrix for me. When I, when that clicked for me, I'm like, Oh, you know what? Did you do every, that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but every, 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 every great song has a, a basic structure. Right. Um, and every good dish has a basic structure every now and again you can you can know you can go jazz with it and, and yeah. break, break the rules a little bit but the, those components are still in there just in different ways and so the same goes for a c- cigar there's so many yeah. rules, you know you know well and even with with food and like you're saying with jazz and we've talked about this with a couple other cigar people that even jazz you know a lot of people think of jazz as you know it's all about improvisation well the improvisation there's still rules that you have to abide by there's still chord ch- you can't play if you play a note outside of that chord it's going to sound off and if you put something on the plate that's outside of that structure yeah. it's going to be off is that kind of the- exactly the same okay and and it's it's uh it's it's creativity with res- with, mm. with restraint right and so yeah the same as so the, another parallel for music to to food you know there's 12 notes right all of all of these amazing songs we know of yeah there's only 12 notes there's only but so many proteins, right? I mean, it, it, every now and again, people are talking about, you know, snatching up the, you know, a mongoose and doing something. But, but in, <laughs> in all actuality, we're, we're dealing with like, you know, five major proteins, right? Yeah. And so there's five mother sauces and derivatives of those. So yeah. where the creativity, creativity comes in is the fact of trying to mind meld all these different things where it makes sense. So again, you know, knowledge is knowing that a tomato was a fruit. Wisdom is known not to put it in a fruit salad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yes. you have yep. to, you know, you have to know where, where applications are or and make them intentional. So, I just try to, for me personally, I just try to be intentional about everything I do. Um, and in my medium being food, it's the same way, same approach to to music. I have the same, oh yeah, the same mentality that goes into it. So, um, okay, yeah. So there, I was thinking back, uh, you know, about some trends in the cigar i started thinking about food trends really quick yeah when you were taking your drink did you are you breathing in did i tell you to do oh that? yeah the the are you, get, yeah 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 the okay. toasted rosemary yeah it's just it's yeah, yeah. It's, it, that lends to it too i just oh i love yeah that's one of my fi- oh thank you so much thank you i really appreciate thanks it. guys um not, not to drink though so <laughs> I was thinking about food trends because there are trends in everything. There's trends in music. There's trends in food. Trends in cigars. Absolutely. I was looking back. There was one uh, every year. There's a there's a couple different like cigar industry trade shows. One is coming up in a few weeks, and the other one, the big one, is in in July. Used to be called the IPCPR. Now it's called the PCA. And, and that's it. Typically, it's where cigar companies unveil what their new products are going to be for the year, and retailers go and decide what they want to buy. In 2014, it's like every company released a cigar 
with a San Andreas, a Mexican San Andreas tobacco wrapper on it. It was like the trend that year. Mm-hmm. And after a while, people started getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. It was played out. What's a, and I've seen that with ingredients, like, mm-hmm. like everybody and their mother is putting this on their menu. Like, mm-hmm. so, what's, what's a, what are some of the food trends that are, that are just so overused right now? Like an ingredient that is like, please stop putting this on your menu. Yeah. So like the hot button right now, Hamachi. So uh-huh. it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, I mean, and it's not a new thing, but it, it, it sounds sexy. Right. So, yeah. Um, and Listen, I, I'm I'm all for it. So you know, a few years ago it was ciabatta, you know, ciabatta bread. And, mm, and, and yeah, I mean, there's there's this people latch. It's like anything. People, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, copycat syndrome. If they, they find something, it it works or it sounds good, and then they avocado toast is another one. So they, I mean, like, yeah. everybody and their mother had an avocado. Look, when Brugger's had an avocado, I'm like, okay, all right, now, now. right. We're like, Okay. All right. Now it's officially dead. Or sriracha. Mick Sriracha. Mick avocado toast. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So I mean, these things are um, white truffle oil. Yeah, that's another Truffles, one. Truffle oil has been like. So I, I I shamelessly bought something today that that is in that realm. So I bought <laughs> I bought a, a truffled soy sauce. Oh. Today, but. I but like, I have plans to do it. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but again, it's the same type of thing. It's um, um, it's you know, it's like the music business, right? So, uh, record labels only want to put out something that has been proven before. Yeah. Right. So same thing. They like yeah. They only want to put out stuff that if they want to sell more once, records. Yeah. If they're sold once, well, let's mm-hmm. let's keep re- recreating that same at the end of the day. At the end you know? of the day. But I I think where it, it's it's they're missing the art part yeah, of it right so culinary arts the creativity the, yeah the, yeah the, the, you know the music is an art form you know cigar making is an art form i don't care what you say it is yep because you know we're talking about basically you know the raw ingredients are so mundane right like it's, yeah it's a tobacco leaves right and it's just the composition of how it is and the age um the aging and then, then how the the meticulous uh uh planning and, and how <clears throat> things are created though yeah. you know that in itself that's where the art is right yeah. so if you if you're not creating with art at the forefront of their your mind then what why yeah yep. like, like, you know so yep um and i and i i deem that to be the same it's not about the the money aspect of it. i'm i'm in the i'm in the rolls royce business yeah i, I don't make hondas <laughs> i just don't i mean yeah. i get a, there's a plenty there's a lot of guys that make hondas right yeah can so, confirm yeah, I, yeah <laughs> so, can, so, can confirm. confirm i'm just i'm just so i i think that um, art is is should be that way. So, so in the world of movies and TV, mm-hmm. you know, there's there have been a number of movies and TV shows set in the world of a professional kitchen. Mm-hmm. Which movies got it right and which movies got it wrong? Uh, or, yeah, or TV so, so shows listen, too. So so <clears throat> so we look. Yeah, we look, we're, we're, we're watching for the. Yeah. For the you know how many movies I've seen where I'm sure. the chef takes the pan out of the oven with no towel? Like, yeah. Like, that's... Oh. Yeah, all kinds of little things. I'm like, stop it. Like, like, you, you, right. Stop. I don't you, even you, think about it. Stop it. You can't make that sauce in 20 minutes. That's another one, you know? So, oh, yeah. okay. Um, chef, to me, Chef was a great movie. I love that. I've seen that movie I, more I times it. than I care to so, admit. And he did it right. So, John Favreau... Is genius. Studied with Roy Choi for yes. a year and a half. Yes. Before he even filmed the show. Yeah. Before he filmed the movie. 
And Respect. The fact that he went through those lengths to yep. make sure that he, yeah. the art on the other side yep. was reflective, like down yeah. to the, the, so the best scene to me of all of them is with the grilled cheese scene. Yes. Yes. And so, because that's how, that's how we do it. Like it's, it's, just, it, it's just a grilled cheese. It's just a grilled but, cheese, but it's not. It's like, right. so it's, nothing's ever simple. That, 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 was, that, that yep. was the whole yep. point. So, so yeah. that's, um, that to me showed that the care that was taken to making this, this grilled cheese for a son. Yes. For a son. Mm-hmm. Right. right. For, and um, that to me was, was magical because, um, and then the fact of, you know, it was just about his passion. Yeah. About how he was willing to put his heart on the plate. And when somebody had something bad to say about his heart, you know, yeah. he was like, Hey, I, I take offense to that. So I heard, I heard something about that movie. Cause I, like I said, I I've, I'm, unreasonably obsessed with that movie and i heard and i i haven't seen an interview where he confirmed this but i heard that that movie in a way is about his life as a filmmaker because he got he got into the overly commercialized marvel movies and all and star wars universe and all this stuff and then he at some point he was like i can't do this i can't do this like mass-produced overly uh mass market it's i gotta get back to my roots of just telling stories yeah and 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 basically that the movie was about him as you know a chef getting back to his roots just putting good quality ingredients on a plate and without all the flair and the fluff and the same that with his movie career and I, once I heard that, I, I thought, I don't care if it's true. I'm going to believe it's true because that's just. It makes total sense. That though. speaks to me. It makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. Even in, and so it was debunking the, the trends in that movie. The, yeah. The lava cake, right? So yeah. He was like, I, I don't want to make this, 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 this stinking ass lava cake. You know? Yeah. I, like, so that makes total sense that I haven't heard that. So that, that makes me like it even more. I hope it's true. So I hope, yeah. But you know what? <clears throat> It's true. It's true. <laughs> That's right. Where do you put Ratatouille? Oh, I love. Oh, so, okay. Listen. So listen. Ratatouille for me um, uh, was such a compelling story. And get aside from the cartoon portion. Yes. Of it all, yeah. It was such a compelling story because, you know, in a lot of ways, every every, I believe every chef was Ratatouille at some point in time. So you just wanted to cook, right? You. So the, the culinary industry is full of misfits, right? It's the one place you can go and ex- be accepted. And so mm-hmm. you, you, you get to a point to where you have, you want to have this voice and you want to be able to express yourself creatively, creatively, creatively. Yeah. And, um, but there's all these different people that are looking, looking at you for whatever reason it may be and not yeah. of accept of acceptance. Mm-hmm. And so, Ratatouille was at the end of his core. He was just wanted to cook. And so he had to use other mediums to get that point across. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that to me spoke volumes. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Um, down to, again, that's another simple dish. Ratatouille itself is a super simple dish mm-hmm. for its ingredients, but the, how to make it and, and if the love that goes into it to take, you know, zucchini and yellow squash and tomatoes and, and thyme and, and yeah. orange and and, 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 and oregano and make them, taste phenomenal like yeah. i've never tasted that, that that skill yeah so never had yeah, it yeah oh it's oh you gotta have it i've never had it oh you haven't had ratatouille mm-hmm. i've i've had the like traditional rustic version yeah. that, that that's not because in the movie it was perfectly yeah, yeah, yeah. like arranged yeah. right i've had the rustic version and it's really flavorful it's yeah. it's it's just a classic you know it, it's a side dish though 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a main. It's not a main. Yeah. It's not okay. a main. Yeah. It's, unless you're you're completely vegan and that's your yeah. Thing. Right. And, uh, I mean, to each his own. But it's definitely a side. So what's the what's the biggest difference between your average home kitchen and your professional kitchen? Whether it's the way I mean, obviously the way it operates and the communication and the the pace, but whether it's ingredients or whether it's it's uh, ideas, what what's the what, the number one difference you'd say between a, a, your average home kitchen and a professional kitchen? Um, layout. Okay. Layout and ergonomics. Okay. So, um, so restaurants are set up to make for a chef and cooks to make the least amount of movements as possible to get a, a task completed. So yeah. Any movements, the wasted movements, like if you got to go from from here to there, when you can go from here to here, it's a okay. You know, yeah. a, we're talking about two minutes off the ticket time. Yeah, right. If so, and it's hours by the end of the night. Yeah, absolutely. It adds up quickly. Um, outside of that, to be completely honest, you can. There are some, you know, obviously space and 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 all of those different things, but. That comes with know-how, so you can you can manipulate any situation to make you know, yeah. like you can you can make anything a humidor, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, that's so, right. So the same goes if, if you okay. have enough know-how and 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 you have a task that you're trying to accomplish, um, with that know-how, you can you can sort of jimmy rig it to make it fit the need. Okay, yeah, I like yeah, and usually, I mean, I think about just because within the last few years, you know, my wife and I were looking at a bunch of different houses and stuff and the, the kitchens are pretty much all the same and they're late home kitchens seem to be laid out more for aesthetics than for yeah, efficiency. Then that they're horrible. So I was uh, trying to, uh, my fiance and I were trying to blow our kitchen out. <clears throat> I wanted to outfit it with all this commercial stuff. Yeah. It's my dream. Right. Right. Couldn't find anybody to do it. Like it's hard to spend. Oh money. yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wanted to completely like blow into the deck. Yeah. And just and you know outfitted with, with with Wolf and Sub Zero product. Yeah. And uh, that you know, uh, I guess if I did that, I, <laughs> I'd never leave the house. And so yeah. it's probably good that I I need to get out. <laughs> so um, between yeah, my next project was to build like a complete smoking room. I I probably never get that either. But uh, yeah. You, know? you, got, you you just come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, just... I'm, 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 I'll come here. Yeah, that, this way I can get out the house. And yeah, there you go. Exactly. So, um, yeah, you're 100 percent right. Like I think um, they're they're made for aesthetics. Home kitchens are made yeah. for aesthetics, um, and not for productivity, if if you will. Yeah. Um, and my number one complaint with home kitchens, refrigerators are not built for. Oh yeah, they're not built for families. I don't know. I don't. This yeah. is not like I. Well, this is this is light years. What we have is light years better than what we had at our last place. So, so, so I don't care. Like, and they're disposable. They're made to like. If something goes wrong with your refrigerator, it's just easy to buy a new one. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's not even worth the the, the pain yeah. effort. But yeah, I, I just gotta step the, the 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 and now because cooking is so popular now and um and it should be it should people yeah yeah getting back to um. You know that communal setting and, and being with your family and yep. and and making that be a, a labor of love, if you will. And I think it's you know it's definitely underrated and and more of it needs to happen. Yeah. Um. So maybe we have a, a turn in the yeah. shift of the tide. Maybe ho- hopefully hopefully absolutely. Yep. How about gas versus electric? Oh, gas, gas. Don't even say electric. electric. I mean, if you have to, if you have to. Yeah. You know, like I mean, even 
even kick on you know propane and in the woods so i mean yeah right like, that's the, it was yeah. such a selling point on this place that it had because the last yep. place we had we had that terrible flat top electric I, I get it took I, forever and a day to even get to like medium i mean to boil a pot of water that's so that's, I, that's, I, the, that's I swear the test. took hours that's the test for me so like if i if the, if, I, if it takes too long to boil water we have a problem mm -hmm. yep if the flame's not blue, we have another issue. So I, 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 so this, I look at all these little things that everybody thinks I'm crazy for. Like it's like I don't buy a car in Minnesota unless I have weather mats. I'm like I'm yes. like all oh, weather mats. If I don't, I don't want it. I'm That's like, right. Like this is Minnesota, right? It's gonna snow. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna tear the carpet up with 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 salt. And, and, and yeah. So in the um, Twin Cities area, actually the whole metro area, and even some areas out in in outer Minnesota, there's some there's some there's some talented cooks out there putting together some good food. Um, and there's, there's bigger places, you know, that, that even people who don't live here, but maybe travel, people know about Murray's and people know about Kincaid's and people, yeah. you know, and, and the, great food. But what are, what are some of your current hidden gems in the, in the twin cities area that, that if people are local or if they're going to travel here, the hidden gems that they should check out. So, when I, I got, I originally came to the to the metro in '98, and I came here to open up Aquavit. That's the whole. Yeah. So in, in the IDS Tower, and when when we, I remember restaurant uh, or industry night like it was yesterday because we we flew all, all in this flew in all of this shellfish. Um, I don't know if you guys know, there's no ocean anywhere near here. Uh, and, um, so, That's a true story. Yeah, yeah. Can confirm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. And it, we threw thousands of dollars of it in the garbage because at that point in time, it was, this was a buffet town. Yeah. Mean potatoes that like, what is, who what? wants, yeah. Who wants any of that? So, um, but from then to now, the food scene is bustling. Like, I mean, yeah. so that yeah. whole North loop area, oh, if, you, my if, you ever, if you have nothing to do on any given day, I would don't choose the weekend though. Cause you'll never get anywhere. That's true. Yeah. Like on a Thursday or Wednesday, like just 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 go to Washington, park your car, and yep. just walk. Any one of those. Yeah. They're all everything up that street is just it's like it's amazing. Yeah. Like, seriously, there's a I, I um, I'm killing myself because I don't remember the name of this restaurant. Um, but it's two doors down from okay, so you have JD Hoyts, yep. then you have deja vu. <laughs> yeah. then you have the bridge and then there's a restaurant right here the cuban the, the cuban rest oh my god so listen yes that place i and i and i'm sorry i don't remember the name of i don't place, either right now but i've eaten there i don't least, either but there's also a korean a good korean at least there was a good korean place within that same couple block area but yeah that that cuban place is out of bounds it's, yeah. it's so good yeah and then then la grasa la Gra there Listen, you go. that place is amazing. <clears throat> then uh, another block down is uh, they have that. There's a food hall there, mm. where there's there's like five or six places in there. Again, that's so I'd say we would meet my fiance were in there yeah. hours just trying everything. It was it's so good. How about so, how about pho? Ooh, do you love pho? Love it. Mm. Okay, love it. what's your what's um, your? And have you had any on the St. Paul side? Number one, no. I gotta take you to my. Uh 
Okay. What I think is the best broth yeah. in the yeah. Twin Cities. Okay. I, 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 we have to do that. Then. We brought Cigar Coop there, and he confirmed best broth. Okay. Had. We So, you know, it's, it's all about the broth. So, we have to. It is. It's we fantastic. We have to do that. It's the best fall I've had. Okay. I loved it. Stupid. It's called Trey Chow on uh, University Avenue in St. Paul. Yeah. Um, Absolute wreck of a place, but they cooked oh my their asses off. They spent yeah. their spend yeah. money on the broth. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Invest in the broth. Okay. Yep. Well, and speaking of uh, Cuban, but it's not it's not strictly Cuban, but uh, East East Hennepin, there's a place called Conga. Oh, I've been there. Latin Bistro. I've been, that's good. That place is good. They 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 make this the it's the only time in my life. So we went there with some cigar friends. This was pre-COVID years ago, and they're still open. But they have this like pork tenderloin that they put with this gorgeous luscious almost gravy like sauce over mafungo mm. the only time in my life that i ever finished a plate and ordered another i've never and to this day that's the only time i've ever done that i finished that plate <laughs> and i said the server came back over and yeah. said how was everything i said could i order another one of these your, your portion I, size is stink and i <laughs> and i ate another whole plate of it at the same sitting it that's was amazing. so good that's amazing yeah i have to check that place out what's do you guys ever been to there's a um it's a brunch a breakfast place i want to say it's uh south minneapolis um it's cuban as well um Victor's. Victor's. Okay. I, I haven't okay, been so there, listen, but it, yeah. I haven't. Listen. I haven't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've listen, heard. listen, listen. Okay. Yep. You got a couple hours to, to kill because you're going to wait. You're going to wait a little right. while. You're going to wait a lot of while, actually, but it's well worth it. Mm. Go to, there's a record store across the street. Go over there. Yeah. That's what I do. So, um, <laughs> Electric uh, Fetus? No, I wish. It's a, it's a mom pie. It's a, it's, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. The Victor's is amazing. And then, then finish with the Cuban coffee if you, oh, yeah. <laughs> unless you're diabetic. <laughs> All right, and then one question I have for you. Yeah. Do you have a beat Bobby Flay dish? Do mm. I have a beat Bobby Flay dish? Well, the lamb we just had. Fuck. Honestly, um, the hummus too. But yeah. Yeah, you know what? So I, I, I was that. I'm that guy that um, studied everything. Yeah. You know, and I understand you can't be great at everything, but I always try to want wanted to turn everything into like my version of it. Yeah. And so I like so people ask me like what's your what's your what's your dish? Uh, what do you like? <laughs> I like what do you don't what do you not like? Mm. And my goal is to make you like that thing you hate because I think that's the ultimate challenge. It's so. exactly what Henderson Ventura did with the Queen's Pearls. He did not like Connecticut Shade wrappers. Mm-hmm. Right, there wasn't one on the market that he loved. So he made one. So he made absolutely. One. Yeah, yeah. So and and I think I, that's the mark mm-hmm. of. Uh, that's the way you can put the art into whatever you're doing. So, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, do you have something? Go for it. So, chef, yes. So, I'm gonna be honest. So, everybody, everybody's act, even before the show. Yeah. People were asked like, when, when, "What are you gonna do something that, um, you know, for 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 the area?" The question um, was, "When are you gonna open?" Oh, a- yeah. Restaurant what, what, in Minneapolis. Yeah, so there is some talks. There's some things that are some irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and I, I definitely want to um, do it. I just want to do it. It has to be right. Sure. So yeah. Like, like for me, like, like there's a lot of attention to detail in everything I do that is very purposeful. And, and I definitely think there's a void in highlighting true Minnesotan wares and goods. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Um, not saying that nobody's doing it. I'm not saying that, but uh, I, I think it's it's uh, it could be done on a level that's not being done currently. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking all the way all the way through and through. So yeah. So to answer your question, that was a long about way. Um, it's this there's some eyes in the fire. I'm I'm working on it. It might be something coming soon. No, I love it. Yeah. And then you, I mean, you you have me on speed dial. You can you can get me anytime yeah. I need. So, so. uh huh. <laughs> so I'm curious because I have. You know, obviously, back in the day before the internet, there was cooking shows. You know, uh, and I I remember even as a kid loving to watch Julia Child and and yeah. uh, other shows with my mom, Emerald Lagasse, Emerald Lagasse, and I loved it. Yeah. Now, you know, for and not even now, but for the last you know twenty-ish uh, years, really, there's been YouTube and yeah. and things like that. So, um. And I think there are a, a, a lot of cooks on YouTube that, you know, still have a lot of work to do, but I, there are some that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. What are a, one or two YouTube uh, chefs or, or, you know, chef type channels on YouTube that you, uh, that you think they're doing it right? There's um, like you said, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people out there that are doing amazing things. Um, and, and that to be able to hold somebody's attention, for, oh yeah for longer than two minutes right without singing and dancing <laughs> it's, it's or, or, or a lot of a lot of action is yeah. a hard thing to do like which is why i give you guys such a good uh you know so much praise because you know to how to hold somebody captive for an hour and change with just content of, of verbally is a is an incredible feat oh it's... you know it really is and so you have to uh kudos to you guys for having that much um charisma and but knowledge Right. So it's the, people um, people come to these mediums for, uh, you know, the entry into the, these back rooms and this, those those thought processes. And, yeah. and then and getting somebody's honest account on something. <clears throat> I think yeah. that's that's that can be underrated. So to, to answer your question, there's 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 too many to names because I think what what the pandemic did. Oh, what the pandemic did yeah. is is. Highlighted people's ability to connect with other individuals because we had no other choice like i want to i want to reach out and touch people but i can't so i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna i'm gonna see uh just because i'm longing for that that connection and so social media has bridged that gap yeah in so many ways for a lot of people and so a lot of hidden talents have come out from yeah. uh, uh from from the you know the horrible thing that was the two year that was two weeks thing that we were told we told <laughs> This is gonna be two weeks, yeah. Two weeks, yeah, two weeks, two yeah. weeks, and yep. two years. <laughs> um, but if you remember, if, like I just thought about this the other day, take yourself back to when it first, like, broke, right? <sighs> so just so, I was at Disney World when it broke. Oh, like the, probably the worst. Per and the first person that died in the country was at Disney World when I was at Disney World. Oh, so, mm. yeah. So mentally, I was screwed. I'm like, right. But wow, we're gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all dead. <laughs> we're all dead. <laughs> Zombies, super spreaders. Yeah. So um. The, the mindset of not being able to to like even see i remember going into to, to barley's and somebody was in the aisle and i just darted out of the aisle like like yeah. this, is a, this is a single aisle this is one person aisle here sir i need you to move along i need to get, <laughs> i need spices only, only one person <laughs> only one person per aisle. aisle exactly six feet sir so um, <laughs> <laughs> um but that the the what for me, what that did, it just made me uh, appreciate this more, you know? Oh, yeah. So I, I don't I don't spend time with people I don't like. 
at all. I just don't because yep. I have that I have that ability to choose. Well, um, it's been fun, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for the meal. Well, and and c- cigars are c- cigars can can be best enjoyed in in a with camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And food is also, in my opinion, best enjoyed in in a in a group I with mean, with people who even people who just met today. You and me just met true. today. I mean, very we talked true. on the phone a few yeah, days ago, yeah, but absolutely. we just met today. Absolutely. But food, cigars, wine, their music. Yep. You know that you can you can enjoy these things by yourself in a moment of solitude, but I believe we get the most out of them as people when we do it together. Absolutely. And yeah, that was a tough time. Yeah. And, and, um, the, the, where we're, where we're at now and seeing so much content out on social media with people teaching how to just maybe get a little bit more out of your time in the kitchen, maybe get a little bit more out of your time at the cigar lounge, maybe get a little bit more out of your time, uh, at the, at the shop, picking out a bottle of wine or, or enjoying that bottle with friends, uh, or coffees, teas, uh, you name it. It's, it's, it's incredible how much that has. And, and shows like pressure cooker, although it's, you're watching a competition show, we all get as home cooks, we all get ideas and yeah. inspiration yep. for it's like, I've never even thought about putting those ingredients together. I've yep. never, never even thought about cooking, cooking fish in that particular way, right. that kind of thing. Yeah. And I love that we are, we have so many avenues to get inspiration now just in our home life to maybe just enhance it and brighten it a little bit. Absolutely. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'd be, you'd be hard pressed to think that, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure there are going to be people that go out and get these two cigars, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Because, like, hey, and it goes good with lamb. Yeah. <laughs> not every lamb, though. But the the fact is 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 that introduction stage. I think yeah. is, is yeah. important. That's is like, and to encourage people to play. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mix it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Try your own new company because sometimes, yeah. uh, actually, this was another thing I was going to ask. Sometimes. We try combinations that don't work. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so I, what are same, same goes? What are a couple like name one time or two times that you you thought to yourself in your head these ingredients I'm gonna these ingredients are gonna work great together and then you try it and it's just I, I can name hundreds but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that never out. that never leaves the garage though nobody ever okay, never, okay, never, okay. but no no so they, I I threw out wasabi and peanut butter why. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, my head I would, I, I, <laughs> I would throw up with yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, a, I could tell you some that, that, that famously goes well together and, and you can't miss. Okay. Okay. So any melting cheese and any fruit preserve makes a great grilled cheese. Oh, that sounds. Makes a great grilled cheese. Any, you can, I don't care what you do. Any. Melting cheese. Now, mind you, that's yeah, melting yeah. cheese. So don't, don't go use pimento cheese or cream <laughs> cheese or something like that. Any melting <sighs> cheese in any fruit preserve yeah. makes a great grilled cheese. Shut we, up. We can listen. If you if you want to test it, we can cut. We could do we'll, 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 we'll 
We'll just start. We'll pick them randomly. Gruyere and orange, orange marmalade. I'm telling you, it works. Bro, it works. That sounds that fantastic. That should be the next flavor wheel episode. There you go. There you there go. go. Jam and cheese. There you go. I am so down. And we'll so pick- we we do this thing called pairing roulette. Okay. Where we put we put uh, a group of cigar wrappers, uh-huh. and we have cigars ready to go, and then we have uh, beverage. Okay. And you spin the wheel. And whatever comes, comes. And okay. that's what your parent. And we could do the same thing with. I'm telling you. I love that. that and you got to pick a middle of the road, like vehicle. So like yeah. uh, sourdough or something. Sure. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. actually not a good middle. Holla. Holla is a little. That's a great. I love it. I, yeah. Let's do uh, like just a French bread. There you go. Yeah. yeah. The French bread. Yeah. But I'm telling you. Havarti. Any melting cheese. And think about it. I know. It's, it's, yeah, I know. It, I've already started. You're trying to throw me off. It doesn't matter. Pepper jelly. It, pick one. Oh, pepper jelly. Any, oh. any, any melting cheese, any jam or preserve. I am so down. I got some killer habanero jelly in the fridge right now. Ooh. You got any provolone or? Yeah, I do actually. I'm trying to tell you. Look, we can do that. I swear to God. I'm telling you. It works. I love it. That's 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 just boredom right there. That's what that's what that came yeah. from. I'm like, hey, you know what? What? I love it so much. There you go. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, see, so this is my daughter who she says back to Ratatouille. <laughs> Y'all remember that cheese and strawberries? I, uh, I absolutely remember that. Yep, absolutely. And I tried it. I, I I don't think. I mean, there you always you know there's always charcuterie boards. Yep. But I don't know if I ever intentionally tried and sat and thought about the flavors right. until after I saw that movie uh, that where you put yeah, fruit a, and cheese thing. together and that that inspired it's, me to do that. It's definitely a thing. It's not it was it's not just there. So those those mm. charcuterie boards and and, and and cheese trays and there's always grapes yeah. and there's always strawberries right. right that those are because they go very well together. I love it. Yeah. And another thing I loved about that not to go back again but that movie Ratatouille one of the other things I loved about it is it inspired at least one, maybe more generations of young people yeah. to get into, to get deeper than just the surface layer into food. Right. Cause my youngest respecting son ingredients and, and flavors, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. He started watching baking shows after. Oh that. yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, the ki- Especially like the kids ones. The kids, yeah, yeah. 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 I love those things. So those, and there's some talented, there's these kids, are like some like, of these kids, Whoa, yeah, like, like that dude's uh, yeah, they these kids are light years, and again, they should be right. They have that's the internet. Yeah. I told I tell my kids this all the time. Listen, you have no reason to be fit right. in any class when you have Google at your disposal. If yeah. I had listen, I had the Dewey Decimal System, okay, so it's not the same, it's not, yeah. <laughs> you had to go digging it's for it, yeah, it's not the well, same. And, at all. and now, um, so after we did uh, an episode with Chat GBT. Mm-hmm. Um, the the AI yep. chatbot. I was just listening to NPR today. College professors are now putting term papers through Chat GBT to see if it wrote that. Yeah, that makes sense because these. Listen, I would be doing it. You could, I can, because write me a paper on so and so, and they spits it out. Like, yeah, what cliff cliff notes? Yeah. <laughs> You still had to do work, and my idea you had to you had to work the cheese. Oh my you know, gosh, I know. Yes. <laughs> now, now it's it's uh, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get uh, it. Too much information. 
All right. Well, as uh, and one one final thing, okay. um, you, you talked about that you do have some ideas that you're batting around with some people, possibly a restaurant in this area. Yeah. But as far as the TV game goes, uh, uh, is is uh, you know pressure cooker. I'm not going to spoil it, by the way, for anybody who had because one of the podcasts I watched you on, yeah, they spoiled it like within the first thirty seconds. I was like, because I hadn't watched, yeah, that far a lot, so I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, but you guys got to go on Netflix and watch Pressure Cooker. But top uh, fifty, top fifty shows, yeah, today, yeah, New I York saw. Times, it's a yeah. big deal. So any any possibilities of more TV or streaming uh, stuff for you in the future? Um, yeah, the possibility is always there. Um, yeah, I, I two of my favorite things on this whole entire planet are are meeting and talking to people and being able to share my love language, right? And so they didn't show. I was smoking cigars on the show too. They didn't show that either. So uh, oh, yeah, really? yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Brian. Yeah, me and Brian. Oh, dope. So um, uh, you know, I I I would love to. You know, I love to. So I I do this whole entire um, uh, series on on IG, um, <clears throat> accoutrements live, and uh, accoutrements means yep. uh, you know uh, things that enhance flavor. Yeah. And so basically, to give context, I interviewed all the chefs from the show. Yeah, I saw um, and so uh, you know, I want to continue it on. I'll probably just start interviewing all kinds of people, but I, I like getting to know people. I believe I have uh, a sensibility about myself that makes people comfortable and and easy to talk to, and and um, uh, I think that makes for good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I just like being able to to have those conversations about a, a myriad of of topics and. Um, I, I like that. So yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, there's some, 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 some more, uh, I would love to do more TV stuff. Um, you know, th- once you get in the site, the circuit, as they, as they say, you get all these offers. So I get, all, I've gotten offers for all kinds of okay. stuff, but again, I don't do anything. You got to do the right thing. I don't do anything unless it's, it's, it's totally something I'm into. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I, I'm a hundred percent can back it because yeah. I just don't have time is the greatest resource and I don't have yeah. a lot. You know, I'm looking at like I got ten salmons left, bro. <laughs> <laughs> where where did that film, by the way? Oh, uh, L.A. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, okay, it was in LA. It was in all right. LA. Yeah. One more uh, question before you jump to what you're gonna jump to now. Have you ever cooked at a fire station? Oh, have you ever cooked at a okay. fire station? Okay, so uh, a a good friend of mine's dad uh, worked. Uh, he's a he's a fireman. And um, they wrote a cookbook, and the New York City Fire uh, Department wrote a cookbook. And um, I, I always wanted to go up and, and do a guest spot at a, at a firehouse. Okay, so I, I, let, let, let's let's make that happen. No, I, I would love to. I, honestly, I would love to because um, and and this cookbook that these guys made these there's some talented. These guys are in there doing some some amazing things. So I would love to do that. I would. I, wholeheartedly the bravest nice. you got to cook for the bravest yeah yeah and, they, and they're gonna be honest too so you can't <laughs> on <it>. yeah <laughs> oh you'll get you'll get yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'll get <laughs> absolutely so tony has a question tony has a question where oh oh that's a great question tony and i think well uh, garrett hmm is it oh <gasps> is it time i think it is time all right it is now time for this week's numero de los muertos a little early, but that's okay. It's your first time. A, there we go. <laughs> and Numero de los Muertos is brought to us by our friends at Smoke In.
I'm Steve here from Smoking Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. Whether you're coming down live or going to be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home, your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. All right. Numero de los Muertos, episode 191. Garrett, what do you have for us this week? Well, Ed, uh, are you familiar? You've watched a few of these episodes. And uh, so this week's number comes to us from the United States of America. All right. Six people die. Six? Uh-huh. Small numbers suck. Yep. They're the toughest. All right. As always, viewers, if you guys have guesses, leave them in the comments, and we're going to play 20 questions trying to guess what the cause of death was for six people a year in the United States. Six? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Small numbers are the hardest. Uh, Small numbers are terrible. What the All right. cat biting? <laughs> Quentin, go home. You're drunk. Get, get back on your mess, just bro. The, just the right tell. Love you, Q. <laughs> uh, that's a tough one. Um, uh, water poisoning. No. Ooh, wow. I, I did like that, that one. I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Drinking too much water. Is that an illness? It is not. Um, it's not slipping on ice. It's not a bear attack. Would it be considered a workplace accident? Yes. Uh, is it the manufacturing industry? No. 200. Is, oh, my gosh. Lifeguard. Is it the hospitality industry? It is not hospitality. Not, not lifeguard. Sex with. Oh, my gosh. Falling into a silo. No. That's a very good guess. It is. I like it. I don't even read that one. <laughs> <laughs> tripping over shoelaces it is not that's it's not. a pretty i i gotta look that one up it's my daughter yeah i know she's dark but she hasn't died i like it in though. a good way yeah, yeah. in it a is. good way absolutely yeah. um quentin good god man. No, but yeah. yeah quentin quentin stop yeah. my daughter's watching that. all right um first clue okay harvesting this this can't be a a, a, a hay baling Okay, okay. Harvesting. Yeah, harvesting what? Farming. That's the clue I'm giving you. Uh, but you said it wasn't. You not, said you said workplace accident. But mm-hmm. you you also said it wasn't the food industry. No, I, oh, did you ask food industry? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I did. Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. Yeah, you did. Okay, you said restaurant industry. Oh, rev, uh, hospitality industry. Hospitality. Is okay. it the okay, so is it agriculture? It would probably be considered agriculture. Okay. Yes. Would the would farm machinery be involved? No. What oh. About, what about maple syrup tapping? Mm-mm. No. Does it have anything to do with livestock? No. Oh. 
So not slaughterhouse, somebody falling into a. Um, <clears throat> dude, actually, Quentin is really damn close. Fishing. Okay. Harvesting fish. Fishing. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, anything to do with tilapia? Nope. Harvesting fish eggs. Um, Caviar involved? Oh, <laughs> the commercial fishing industry. No. No. So not like do that one. crabbers or lobstermen. Nope. Definitely not tuna boats, huh? No. More than six people died doing that. But I'm sure. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still here. Oh, yeah, yeah. hold on. I worked on one. <laughs> God bless you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fish. Fish. Is it um, fish related? Hold on. Is it fish related? It's fish adjacent. Adjacent? Fish adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you know what, Garrett? You're a fish adjacent. <laughs> Absolutely. That way, though. That way. <laughs> Harvesting chicken eggs and dying by rooster attack. I love it. I love that. I, no. Um, um, this is tough. Not catfish. Not lunkers. Um, is it? Is it pet food? Mm-mm. No peppers. Is it ocean or freshwater? That's a good question. Is that a yes or no question? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is it ocean? Yes. Okay. It's ocean? Yes. Ocean. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I did do noodling. Is it hypothermia? No. Um. Is it getting buried under? Uh, net opening Mm-mm. above you, the, the mound of fish. No, what, what is it called again when you uh go down and come up too fast? Oh, oh the like bends, the bends, yeah, no, not that, huh. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> and what I'm looking for is really the, the thing that we're harvesting. Ah, seaweed, nope, mushrooms, not mushrooms, shark fins. Ooh, no, that's good. <laughs> Okay. I'm. Ah, 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 ah. Um, sea urchin. Yes. Oh! <laughs> sea urchin. So is that? Yeah, you step on a sea urchin. It's your curtain. Is they venom? <laughs> are, they, are they venomous on their spines? Yes. Yes. Oh, really? So there's there's two ways people die, and actually more common is to drown. Trying to get them. Trying to get them. Um, and like one a year dies from the poison. Yeah, I'll they, say that's they free one, dive. They free that, dive. Yep. That's one of the ingredients that I've always wanted to try and never have. Oh, I've uni? heard it's fantastic. It's uni? uni, yeah, yep, yeah. Quentin, yeah, you were close, bro. Yeah. You were very Seriously. close. Yeah. So, so just people dying from trying to harvest sea urchins. Yep. Six, wow. Six a year. Six people a year. That's that's U.S. I don't know what other wow. countries have urchin. Uh, yeah, Japan. Japan? Yeah. Oh, I Actually, yeah, Most I of the urchin comes from Japan. Okay. Does it really? Yeah. Man. Yeah. One of these days it'll be on my list. I'll get I'll get me some uni someday. You gonna go get it? No. <laughs> no, not after this. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I wouldn't know how to I wouldn't I'd look at that. I'm like, how the hell do I open it? How do I prepare it? I'm not like, without dying. No, just, dynamite. <laughs> dynamite. <laughs> I love it. Watch them float so, up. <laughs> so that was this week's Numero de los Muertos.
All right, so let's jump into the lightning round. Brought to us by our friends at J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brick House, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and The American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or their visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. All right. Choose one of the following. You could hit a home run as a starting pitcher. You could score a, uh, sorry, you could score a touchdown as a defensive lineman. You could score a goal in a hockey game as the goalie or a goal in a soccer game as the goalie. Oh, hockey. Hockey. It's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Rare. Yeah. Ultra. Super, super, super rare. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Unless and, it's an empty net. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, first off, guys that big shouldn't move that fast. <laughs> he shouldn't move that fast. With all that shit yeah, on. All that yeah. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. God. So if you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? Uh, my grandfather. Okay. Still and, with us? No. Oh, oh, one living person. Living person. Oh, you said, oh, shit. If I can hear the thoughts of one, but I want to hear about your grandfather too. Yeah, um, that's a deep one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say um, that's tough. That's tough. Tell us about your grandpa. Yeah, tell us about it. Uh, so, you know, my my grandpa passed before you know. I had any knowledge of, you know, I never got a chance sure. to meet him. And so, yeah. um, from what I, the research that I've done, you know, trying to dig up and trying to trace, you know, you know, who he was as a person mm-hmm. and, and, and all these things that, because I believe um, it's important, <clears throat> at least I, I think, you know, trying to, you know, piece together who he was as an individual yeah. and, and how, you know, you know, a lot of things he did, whether he knew it or not, you know, made made me possible right and so i, I just wanted want to you know if i could um have a conversation this is who i would want to cook for it too just because, yeah um you know just as a, a homage to him you know and, and 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 be able to to thank thank him for you know his his struggles and, and contributions to, right to the family you know legacy um yeah legacy is everything for me I, I, you know what? I do have an answer. Okay. So, um, I, I would, I would like to get into the. the I want to, Michael Jordan. Mm. Oh, great answer. And and love that. Just because, so <clears throat> he, he gets a lot of flack. You know, he's just one of those people that, um, super duper, you know, linear focus. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, not so much of a people. When you have you seen the Last Dance? Oh, twice. Okay, yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I watched it numerous amount of times. Yeah. And the. The re- it makes sense how him and Kobe were so close because yeah. yep. they had they were like the same person. Yeah, and uh, just a linear focus, and it wasn't about I, you know damn the friendships and everything. I'm here for one goal, and I'm a whatever I got to do, and if I got to even if I had to make it up myself, yep. make up these these. That's these, right. <laughs> yeah, That's I, I'm right. gonna get myself up for this game. Uh, I, I just think it's uh, I would love to get into his mindset. Plus, I would actually like to get into the mindset of his teammates and how oh, yeah. how they didn't put some of their money where he put his money at. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, just take take half of this and just whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. Just do it yep. with minds. 
Well, and something that really, really kind of bothered me, I didn't get upset by it, but it kind of bothered me recently. I saw, and I don't know who show it was on it, somebody's TV show or somebody's podcast. He, Scotty Pippen, Pip, Scotty Pippen was getting interviewed about who's the goat. He didn't say MJ. Yeah, no, he he, he said LeBron. You are. That I'm was, serious. Uh, are you kidding me? And that kind of hurt a little bit as yeah. a kid who watched, you know, because, uh, you know, I'm not a basketball fan now, but I was back in the day, like, ridiculous. Like, Magic and Bird and Parrish and MJ and Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. And, I mean, I was obsessed with the game in the 70s and 80s right. and even into the 90s. And for for Scotty to sit down and have a discussion with somebody and say the greatest of all time on the basketball court was LeBron and not MJ. It just feels like sour grapes. A little bit, but on paper? I, so I agree. On, Here's on the paper? Thing, but he's played 335 more games than Michael did. Again, that's amazing. Yeah. At, 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 at 38, yeah. he's no drop-off. Yeah. Right. And he's he's he took uh, he took a team <clears throat> that would get beat by every high school Minnesota team in that's the state true. of Minnesota. That's true. To the finals and beat the best team probably – Actually, that was better than Michael Jordan's best team. Yeah, they went they went seventy three and nine. Yeah, yeah, and lost in the finals. Do I think that LeBron should be in the conversation? Absolutely, no doubt about yes, it. Yes, I agree. He should be. And I think a lot of he the, is a strong number two. He is a strong absolutely. Number two. Okay, my, so, so let, let, I have to ask you guys. So I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. Yeah, yeah. But when I, when I was look stat for stat, like if you look on paper, just take out take out the Michael Jordan aura uh, and, and the mystery, you know, I want to be like all those, you know, all the things that we know and love. If you just look at it on paper, stat for stat outside of the rings, obviously championships, Michael Jordan is killing. Okay. Look at all the other individual accolades. LeBron is killing the game right now. Like, yes, he's gonna major, And in a couple of days, he's going to have the scoring title. But you said it's the only thing that counts. I disagree. It's, I disagree. It can't be the only thing that counts. Because There's, some some greats, like, have never won. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I mean, it doesn't look at so they're not great. No. The only thing that matters is the rings. That's it. Have, uh, all right, let's let's see if Jordan would have played as long as LeBron. Do you think anybody would have been able to touch his numbers? Okay, so Jordan's last season. Now this is a good stat. So Jordan's <laughs> last season with the with Wizards. the with, with the Wizards. At I think well, how old was Jordan when he retired? Thirty six. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So he averaged, which is not shabby, was shabby for Michael Jordan, uh, twenty six point five or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was in the twenties. It wasn't, but that's exceptional until LeBron James. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. Right. Until until LeBron James. LeBron James. Well, I mean, Kareem. He. Yes. Yes. No. They weren't a They had Kwame Brown and. <laughs> well, and I will say that LeBron has had to carry more teams than Michael had to carry. Michael was surrounded by incredible talent almost every time they won a championship. True story. Four All Stars. Four yeah. All Stars. Yeah. He was surrounded by. He had four. No, 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 no. LeBron James had an AAU team yeah. that he took to the finals and won. And the very next year. It showed when he left. They didn't even crack. They, they, they might have won 20 games. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Well, we can't. I mean, so the show. Okay. So let's put that. So when he went to Miami. And, and kudos to Dwayne Wade. 
for mm-hmm. for for, yep. for for taking second fiddle when he was the guy. He was the main oh, guy. He was the guy. So, but uh Chris Bosch, you stop even talking about Chris Bosch after a while. They, they, you know, and he's a phenomenal player, but yeah, next to the, the bright light was so mm-hmm. you know exuberant for, for LeBron that uh they were expecting to win multiple championships. Uh, I equate that to uh, I have the same feeling for I'm a I'm a diehard Yankee fan, right? And and uh, diehard Yankee fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Die. So it's the, it's the it's the one thing it's the one thing I take pride into my my Minnesota glare. So I the one we can we can circle those twin games and guaranteed. I don't care what happens. We can, we're gonna get that the W there for sure. So um, Don Manley. Okay, so Don Manley he retired the very next year. They won the pennant. Yeah, and then he tried. He tried out for the team to get back on the team the next year. He couldn't even make the team. That's how yeah. that's how talented the, the, the squad got. Um, I think I still think he should have retired a Yankee. Um, and uh those those players like that, I don't I still Madley didn't get a he never won a ring. He's still an all-time great for me. I don't care what anybody, I just think he is. I agree. He's uh Mr. Baseball as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And um, you know, so. I understand a lot of people look at the, uh, but you know, the rings and whether they, you actually won or not, but there's so many different other. There's the, fa- there's so, so many, many factors, the factors that go into it. Um, I mean, there's, there's a, the, and we do have to move on, but I'm saying there's a, there's across all sports. There are so many players that are phenomenal, that have great stats, that have great legacies that never won a championship Very true. in every major sport. Yep. Can I can I go off script once? Yes. And ask and ask a, a question. Yeah. Here. So, so is it be chef? No, it's not going to be chef. And we're we're breaking from cigars and food here. Okay. Top five MCs of oh. all time. Oh. Oh. Okay. I, I I heard a little bit of this on one of the other shows you were on, oh. and I love your list. Okay. You didn't list it, but I, you yeah. named a few. Yeah. 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 So, um. Here's the thing. So being that hip is 50 years for hip hop. This is yep. 50 yeah. Years. So and being a kid from the Bronx, um, yes. I'm gonna say KRS one. Not mad. I'm gonna say Rakim. Not mm-hmm. yes. I'm gonna say LL Cool J. Mm. I love it. I'm going to say Big Daddy Kane. Mm. I'm going to say MC8. Ooh. That is a round, deep track right there. That is a very deep track, I'm, and I love it. I'm going to round it out that way because I, I, he doesn't get enough credit at all. I agree. And, and, but and five is so hard because there's so many, there's so many. Yeah. And, and so five is impossible. Yeah, like I um, know it's it's impossible. And for me, it it always changes. Like yeah, it, right that, now, right now, my list is number one is Rakim because without Rakim, yeah, we don't have so many. Yeah. Uh, then it goes Nas. Definitely Nas. Black Thought. Oh, okay. I, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because Garrett knows for me, it's Black Thought, Black Thought, Black yeah, Thought, yeah, yeah. Black Thought, Black. That's my He's, top five list. So, oh, my, one of the best concerts, not to, 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 yeah, one of the best shows I've ever seen in life yes. was The Roots. <sighs> and this is before, and Erica, Erica Badu, before she was signed, was signed to mm-hmm. Kidar, I saw The Roots. Um, some group named Coins that I believe Odori Bassett was managing at the time. <clears throat> and um, uh, then, like, Q-Tip, everybody came. Like, yeah. it was like, 
it was like people were just showing up, like being in bunkers when the yeah. Prince showed up and everybody was just playing. It was amazing. Oh, Black Thought is 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 he somewhere else with it, bro? Oh, and uh, uh, uh for sure, Buster Rhymes. So, oh like, yeah, seeing that Busta. live, like he's it's, it's 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 he doesn't get enough. It's just five is hard. Yeah, five is hard. And then right now, you know who I'm into? So, uh, newer artist. He's a protege of uh, Nas. Is Davies? Davies. Yeah, Davies is crazy. Davies is killing it. And then I started listening. I didn't ever give mf doom enough respect and before he passed it. mf love, doom was i love it so i've been listening to a lot of mf doom lately yeah and um so that's that's my list yeah MF doom. he was so young too man. oh my gosh yeah. he was like 48 something like yeah, that yeah. yeah oh crazy well you know coolio there's so many there's so many so i just learned this like two weeks ago so 99 problems from, from yeah jay-z yeah that's ice t wrote that Ice T, that uh, that's from a song that he had. I'll I'll send you the link. I had it's no a, idea. Ice T song. What? It's an Ice T song. You could do this deep. Do 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 the search. Ice T had a song, and I'm gonna play. I'll I'll sing you the song, and he says that hook verbatim, line for line. And one of an Ice wow. T song from the '80s. My mind is from the wrong. '80s, and wow. so. He uh he did it right. Like Jay-Z did it perfectly. Right. He bought he, you know, he paid for Okay, it, yeah, yeah. He gave him but he never gave him any credit. Like, like, like he never said, like, hey, you know, wow. I and 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 uh Ice T said, Yeah, yeah, we you know, you know, it was a song that I did. It was a well there's a lot of them, a lot of them wrote stuff for each other. Like, oh, absolutely. you know, you know uh Dre and Tupac, California Love. You know who wrote the the bars for Dre? Cindy Lopper. Dre didn't write those. No, yeah. Jay-Z wrote that. Oh no, that was uh that wasn't that song. It was the, the oh, song. is it a different song? Uh, it's a different song. Okay, that's, um, that's um, it's Snoop and uh and Dr. Dre. Oh, is that it's, all about uh, Dre? Yeah, all about Dre. Okay, yeah, that song. And then he, okay, he, he they wrote, write a lot of stuff for each other. Yeah, he wrote he wrote not only he wrote all the Snoops for it too. Did he really? He wrote all of it. He wrote, he the, wrote whole the whole thing. The whole time song. And yeah, I love, and, that. Uh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, he was writing a lot of stuff at that time. Like, uh, yeah, Jay Z was. His pin game is strong. Yeah. <laughs> so, Garrett, you got the last lightning round question. The lightning yeah, round. Yeah, but not cigar industry. Chef. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Chef, you ready? Yeah. All right, brother. The zombies are coming. Okay. You get to pick three other chefs mm. to be on your zombie apocalypse survival team. Who do you pick? And why? Uh, Marcus Emerson. <sighs> because I because I owe him. <laughs> that dude. Nah, he's a he's a unless he's a, a he will forever be at the top of my Mount Rushmore because of what I saw him. I saw it. I saw the ascension. And, yeah. Uh, and I was a young kid, and he gave me a shot, and I he didn't have to. Um, I love that dude. Uh, Morimoto. Oh. Because he's. He's a badass. Dude's a badass. Um, Flay. Bobby, yeah. So Bobby Flay is one of the only like guys at his pinnacle that you can pop in one of his restaurants. He might be on the line. Wow. Really? Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, he just did. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, he's, he's just that guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a beast. Um, and I'm going to say Kat Cora. Oh, I love it. Yeah, she's great. She is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. That'd be a fun crew to hang out with, too. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into this week's Notable Smokable. And Notable Smokable is brought to us by 
Luciano Cigars, notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. Uh, so, Chef, every week we name a cigar on the show that we smoked recently that was notable to us. It could be a cigar that's been on the market for a, forever that we that we haven't smoked in a while and just tried again for the first time in a long time. Or it could be a cigar that's brand new to us that we smoked for the first time ever. So you have anything recently that really stood out to you? Yeah. Uh, so I, I just smoked um, day before yesterday, uh, David off Royal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that I, cigar's not messing around. I had a, I had a heavy swipe purchase. The missus yeah. <laughs> wasn't so happy about it. So I, had, I had to prep her. Like, listen, you're gonna see a charge. <laughs> I bought a few boxes. Um, that it was an amazing, amazing, amazing cigar. Um, that kept changing. So yeah, uh, yeah I had that was yeah. That's awesome. Nice, Garrett. What was your notable this week? Uh, well, last week uh, we had a visitor in the studio. Rich Jordan from yeah. Michigan was uh, here in town, and he gifted us a few cigars and. I had uh, the McAuliffe Riata. Yes. That was fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. I loved it. Great the, cigar. The little. The little one. Yeah, they make that sampler, like five or six cigars I in that 5 by 40 size. Need to do Different more blends. He gave me a couple of, because I, I, I didn't tell you this, I ran into him at Sodi's. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next day, because I did a whiskey yeah, and cigar yeah. pairing at Sodi's Tuesday night. Oh, cool. And he happened to be there, and um, he gave me a couple more cigars. I'm like, Rich, you got to stop giving me cigars, brother. And <laughs> and they were a couple more of those those little McAuliffe's, and they, those are nice blends. Man. Yeah. Delicious. My notable was uh, oldie. Actually, it was uh, I've been going back to some old stuff that I haven't tried in a while, you know, mm -hmm. getting like listening to pulling out some old records you haven't Absolutely. heard in a while. Absolutely. And I got the LFD Cameroon cabinet when I was at Omar's. Oh, I was at Omar's yeah. place on uh, the breakfast. Yeah, Friday. And I grabbed LFD Cameroon cabinet. I mean, that cigar has been one of my favorites for a long time and tried it for the first time in at least, I mean, it, a few months at least. I mean, I, probably not that long, but I just, every time I smoke that cigar, it's just right where it needs to be. I love that blend. Uh, so that was this week's Notable Smokables brought to you by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. So we have some coming attractions to let you guys know about. Uh, and those are brought to us by A.J. Fernandez. A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The A.J. Fernandez for portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dios de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. So... Next week, we may or may not have a show next week. We're going to play it by ear because uh, it's Valentine's week and there's a lot of stuff going on and we want to make sure people have time to go out with their special people. So we may not have a show next week. Stay tuned for that. But we are going to be live in Las Vegas. Uh, Justin and I will be live in Las Vegas covering the TPE trade show, uh, formerly known as the Tobacco Plus Expo, now known as the Total Product Expo interesting name change yeah. not sure why but 
We'll find out while we're there. So we'll be live in Las Vegas covering uh, as much as we can at that trade show. And then at the end of the month, I believe it's the last Monday in February, we have Jeff Borshowitz from Corona Cigar Company live on the show. Uh, so, Chef Ed, if you would please give our viewers and listeners an idea, where's the best place for them to keep up with everything you have going on? Yeah, um, on Instagram, uh, Chef Ed Porter. Um, also on Twitter, the Chef Ed Porter, because uh, I locked myself out of my uh, original one. <laughs> um, also the same on TikTok, the Chef Ed Porter. Um, yeah, um, yeah, just. You can find all my happenings there. I, I try to, as much as possible, keep up with posting and things of that nature. So, yeah. Nice. Well, I want to thank you from the bottom of oh, our hearts. Oh we had an abs. This was just an absolute treat for us. So, thank you so much oh, for awesome. sharing your talents with us and, and making some great food. Oh, I'll some be great back. Pairings. I'll be back. Oh, we love it. I, yeah. I, I need a, I need some swag too. I need. Oh, I'm yeah. Looking at your jacket, well, I'm like, I feel a little naked. I see the hat. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> we are working on the swag game. We're working on it. There you go. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. Really, truly. All right, uh, viewers and listeners, guys, thank you so much for watching live on Facebook and live on YouTube. If you're listening after the fact on the audio podcast, thanks so much for staying with us and listening on your favorite audio podcast platform. Uh, be sure, if you guys have questions for any of us, you can email us on our website, howaboutthatcigar.com. Make sure to follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And of course, until we see you guys next time, burn cigars, not bridges. See you guys. Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium premium cigars.